Welcome, adventurers. You are listening to the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Your support allows us to continue making this content. We're also trying to reach 10,000 subscribers over on our YouTube channel, where you can actually see us play all of these RPG shows. Plus, you get some great board game content that isn't available on podcast. Now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to a special one-shot episode. In honor of spooky season, Lady Bedivere ran a one-shot for Game Holcon, bringing together players from Quests in Chaos and Torpid Gaming Network to explore a haunted house. Will they be able to discover the secrets behind the hauntings? Listen and find out. Hey, oh, Game Holcon. All right, everyone. Oh, hello and hey. welcome to Game Holcon. Virtual Game Holcon. We are, this is a crossover episode between Quests and Chaos and the Torpid Gaming Network, a bunch of awesome people from the Bay and elsewhere. Uh, hey, uh, this is a game, you know what, Lady Bedivere, uh, Alondra, aka, <laughs> take it away because I don't know anything about this game or what we're doing. Uh, well, it's October and I uh, wanted to run a spooky game. And so then when, for some inexplicable reason, Thomas was like, hey, do you want to run a game for us and do that crossover that we've been talking about? I was like, yes, yes, I do. So I have a horrifying spooky adventure that uh, I'm sure these uh, derp knuckles are going to ruin for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm very excited. We've... Uh, uh, we've been wanting to do a team up for a while, so this is uh, really fun. We've got uh, Laura, James, and Thomas from the Quests and Chaos team, and then we've got Christy and Nestor from the Torpid Gaming Network. Uh, those are my two home networks, so this is really fun for me because now I get to make everyone suffer. <laughs> you have not met my character yet. So. <laughs> oh, no. Is that a promise or a threat? <laughs> Great. Um, we don't have the normal type of business, so shall we just uh, get into this? I think, yeah, yeah, let's Heard. let's do it. All right, let me uh, put on my mood lighting. <laughs> There's no way to avoid it, unfortunately. I'm just gonna look uh, pasty this whole game. Spooky, spooky Halloween. <laughs> Um, welcome to the town of Kirkmore. Kirkmore is a small town surrounded by farmlands, the rolling hills around it. And um, it's become kind of a common way stop for travelers and adventurers coming along the coastway. It's a little further inland, but if you go up to the highest hill, you can almost see the waters off in the distance and um you know small but busy think kind of like a, a stop off of the five in california it's kind of in the middle of nowhere but there's people around there's things um inns taverns mostly places to stop over for a night and of course um there is a 
local station of the Adventuring Guild, where adventurers can uh, stop by to pick up mail, get new jobs, and drop off their reports about what they've recently been up to. And that is where we will begin today's adventure, is uh, outside this, uh, this post, where CH-4RL-1 has arrived for his work shift, only to find that um, the door is currently closed and there's a little note pinned to it that says, back in 10 minutes. Uh, please introduce and describe yourself, sir. Yeah. Um, so CH-4RL-1 um, is an automaton, a warforged, and right now just has no seeming like uh, uh, packs of gear upon them, but they also have on their side a little pouch uh, that seems to carry an urn, and they are they have a very broad shoulder, and their head really doesn't have more of a neck. It's more kind of sunken in into the um, very large shoulder uh, mantelpiece, I guess, of their body, and they're more they're more of a stocky character. And as they see the note on the door, they just go, Mary Gold, Mary Gold, I'm here for my work shift. Hello? And then they just stand there waiting at the door. Uh, and this is the site that greets, uh, that greets Vlad as he approaches is this, uh, it's a very tiny little, almost like a kiosk or a hut. Um, with a automaton standing at the door as you uh, roll up. Introduce yourself, Vlad. Tell us what we see as you come to drop off your report. Yeah, and um, you'll see a really, really tall humanoid being. Very pale, but jet black hair and these piercing gray eyes. And he flashes a large smile and the teeth look maybe a little bit sharp. Um, and he is going, so he's outside, but is the, the, the guild is inside or is there just a drop off in the... No, it's it's a it's a small space. Think almost like a like a like one of those small post office or UPS stops where you there is a place to go inside. Um, there's an overhang. It's evening, so there's a little light out, but it's not too bright. But you could easily get under the overhang into the shade if you wanted. Yeah. So he um, will kind of walk past the automaton, doesn't really register as a being, and just walk into the space and say, Hello! "Slam into the door because it's oh. locked." Colleagues, your totally normal human coworker Vlad is back from adventure. Turn in report now, colleagues. Unfortunately, Mary Gold Stoppard will not be here for another seven minutes and 23 seconds. And like Vlad is just like looking at this automaton, looking, you talk. Yes, as do you. Well, that is true. Well, I have report. I am back from uh, battling Disco Demon. You know, he is a... <laughs> okay, but not really dead. You know, um, after fighting back and forth and, and doing lots of damage, turns out he's a nice guy. So, you know, you know, we, uh, we talk it through and he promised not to wreak so much havoc in nightclub in Kirkwood. 
In fact, he wants to open his own nightclub. Will a takeover nightclub from owner that he killed. But you know, support's not business, am I right? That is right. We must support our small businesses. Very much like this small business. For it employs me for right now. Oh, but look, 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 look. Only two civilian death. Big improvement from Vlad. And it is at this moment that uh, that Atwood walks up just in time to see this, see and hear this very strange pale person talking about civilian death count. Uh, Atwood, describe yourself and tell us what we see. Um, Atwood walks up. She is a uh, long tooth shifter. Um, you, she's got on a. A little bit of her work uniform right now. She uh, is an employee at the Witchlight Carnival, which I guess is in town right now. And um, she's got enough, her, yes. Yes, um, she's got uh, a cat over her shoulder. Um, a, a very like bright yellow cat. You may or may not think it might be kind of spray painted yellow for effect. Who knows? Very grumpy. Very scraggly. Got a little rat tail poking out of his mouth. <laughs> Um, uh, Atwood, she's got on, um, under, under her, um, uniform, she's got some, like, symbols and stuff, a lot of animal decor going on on her things. She's, uh, fairly recently picked up the whole druidy thing. We'll see how it goes for her. Um, yeah, so she, she's walking up to this thing and is probably a little bit surprised to hear about murders or whatever uh yeah you walk up these two characters are talking outside the door of the adventuring guild where you need to drop off your report but it looks like it's closed uh is this she gonna oh 10 minutes but do we know how long it's been and she kind of gives Vlad a like (laughs) once over eye that soon 10 minutes or like a whole 10 minutes it just on my got... arrival it has been only 4 minutes and 27 seconds she will be arriving in 5 minutes and 30 29 28 27 they have fancy clock okay. now here huh what a way to keep the time that must be new um guys just turn it in reports she holds up her little scroll or whatever Eh? You? No, I work here. I am doing repairs on the outer doors. Oh. Well, if you're doing repairs, maybe you can unlock door and we can go wait inside. Mm -hmm. Well, currently I am waiting for Marigold to let me in so I can begin my shift. I mean, your shift's begun. We should probably get inside and just slip these in the old inbox. Yeah? As you guys that is are, not part of my directive. And as you guys are discussing uh, directives and ways to get inside, um, we have yet another uh, person with a report to drop off walking up to join this merry band. Uh, Tazertane, introduce yourself. What do we see approaching? Approaching is a very well-dressed elf with pointy ears, a tanned uh, skin and uh, rich complexion. Uh, unlike the pale Vlad. Uh, green flowing velvety robes, no armor to be seen, uh, no weapons to be seen. 
Uh, and he approaches and oh, it looks like there's a party. I hope there is cocktails. I am, it, really, does anyone have any cocktails? I could use one after the mission that I was on. Anyone? Um, perhaps we have some in- flask out. <laughs> oh, oh. A little, it's not a cocktail. It, it was made I? in a bathtub. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, okay. put a little hair well, on your chest. Yes. Uh, I think it's already there. Wow. Hello. <laughs> Uh, no, uh -huh, really. Uh, I get it now. Cause hair on L's chest does not exist. Ha 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 ha. It is joke robot in addition to clock robot. My creator said that sometimes pointing out the obvious is a form of humor. It certainly Very. can be. Yes. Mm hmm. And so is uh, door, the door locked. Unfortunately, but Marigold should be back in about three minutes and 15 seconds. Oh, very well. And with that elucidation on the nature of jokes, uh, we meet the final member of this strange group. Uh, as Gus, you uh, approach to drop off your report and you see this little <clears throat> cluster of people standing outside the door introduce yourself who do we see walking up to join the fray yeah gus is a six foot pretty average looking human with a monocle that like is just a little bit too big for his eye and so he kind of has to walk with a like a tilt so that it looks like it fits in place and he's not walking so much as he is kind of like dancing and whistling up to the door with his hands in his pocket. And then he's kind of walking and he just, boom, and he trips over his feet and falls over, picks himself up, dusts himself, and in front of him sees this group and is like, <clears throat> Hello, we just all saw that. Greetings. <laughs> are, are you okay, my good man? And he, and he, and he, points to him and, and his inner dialogue is just like, wow, everyone here is very, yeah, never mind. And, 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 he, and he just puts his head down and the, the monocle falls off of his face and he just reaches right for the doorknob and boom, walks right into the door and then turn and turns and is now faced with the social interaction that he doesn't want to have. <laughs> Hello. That was embarrassing. Aha! Are you, aha! Are you okay? I, I, it's, you know, it's only embarrassing if I'm embarrassed. I'm, I, I'm, I'm fine. I feel great. I'm great. Are you great? How are you guys? That's good. You seem, you seem to have nervous. ended the conversation by yourself. He holds up his report. I caught the guy. Did you guys? Did you catch your guy? Your maybe maybe elf dwarf kobold uh, uh, actually oh. very interesting story uh, uh th the strangest of missions I was there to midwife a kobold birth um 
It worked. Odd. I really have no experience doing any of that stuff, so it just happened. Ah. Very good. And Gus reaches for the door handle again, but this time without running into it, he just keeps kind of turning it like, oh my god, get me out of here. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Clock robot, how much time we have left? We have about a minute and 30 seconds. But sir, your face should have seen the note, but you got in very close. I am not sure whether you saw it when you hit your face against the door. Robots, not everyone can read. Hey, embarrassed man, can you read? (laughs) Again, he holds up his report. (laughs) Well, I can write the report and I can read the report and I can read the note. Oh, she'll be back in 10 minutes. Hmm. Okay, I'll be back in... It's not useful note if you don't know what time she put it up there, though. It's, but the it's robot a very is. big hole in her plan, for sure. Uh, yeah, we're kind of running on the assumption that 10 minutes. You know what? Never mind. Uh, as you guys are uh, realizing that you don't really have a benchmark for this 10 minutes, you see one other figure sort of start to approach the building. It's a tall, very young-looking elven woman, sort of pale with long robes, like an acolyte or a scholar, maybe. Um, And she sort of starts to approach and sees all of you, and her eyes just get very big, and she sort of stops about, you know, ten feet away and just kind of, like, scans you all. (laughs) Like, she's not sure what to do. Would we recognize who this is? No, none of you have ever seen her before. Uh, hello, are you here to drop off report too? Uh, me? me? Uh, no, yeah. no, 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 oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm not, I'm not an adventurer, no, no, no. Um, I was hoping to, um, post for a job, actually, but I, looks like I should come back. Is there, is there something going on here? I've never seen this many people outside the building before. Seems they have staff cuts, and so uh, Marigold's at lunch, and we are waiting for her to return. Oh, that's not helpful. I suppose maybe I maybe I should just come come back later. Well, robot is employee too. Oh, oh well, maybe maybe you could help me then. Um, uh, I just I I'm hoping to. Find some adventurers who could who could take on a, a job. I'm not really. Sh- I've never really done this before, so I'm not really sure how to go about it. Uh, it's a bit peculiar. Um, and then ch dash four rl dash one will look at the four people around him and be like, "These four appear to be adventurers. It may be unofficial, but would you like to employ them?" Uh, well, if you if you're interested, I don't. Uh, are you are you are you turning turning in jobs or are you? getting them or we uh we all just get back from adventure we had to turn in report but then yes we can uh take on new adventure oh oh well um i, I suppose if, if you'd if you'd be interested I'd, I'd certainly appreciate the um the help but we uh, turn in report hey robot you fixed door right well i was fixing door okay and then vlad is gonna take out his crowbar and try to open the office so that he can return his report. He's very serious about bureaucracy. 
He needs a research. Good sir, good sir. Uh, one moment. You know what? I, I have, I don't know, I have a way with doorknobs. So uh, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll take a, a gander at it. And I will try, attempt to pick Yep, okay. <laughs> Please give me a sleight of hand check. But Vlad is yeah, just in the background with his uh, crowbar ready. 2023. 20, well, yeah, I guess that'll do it. Um, yeah, with great ease and deftness, you uh, pick this incredibly simple and not very secure lock. <laughs> door just breaks open. Robots, you're not doing a good job. Lock was so easy to pick. I do not repair locks. I am more of a carpentry bot. The door was unfortunately broken into at one point. By brute force. That's not very secure then, is it? It is not, but that is not my problem. No, of course, of course, of course not. Well, uh, Vlad is just going to push through the door. Yeah, inside, it's a very small room. There's a desk. There's a bunch of stacks of, like, inbox, outbox trays. Uh, there's a bulletin board that has some calendars and some pamphlets tacked up to it. Um, it Everything is kind of set up like it's... Somebody maybe just stepped away from the desk for a moment. Nothing looks out of place, so. Yeah, Vlad will stride up to the uh, desk, grab a post-it, write Mar Marigold, look, only two civilian death this time, and then put a happy face, and then put it in the inbox. Yep. <laughs> Did Vlad narrate that again? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alan is like, why? Why is that like a? That's really a thing for you, isn't it? I'm on a improvement plan, and I made goal. Oh, congratulations! That's that's always good. Keep always got to keep in line with HR in these places. Yes, yes. Well, uh, you know, I better get me some human coffee now after that long adventure and then while the rest of the people are returning the reports Vlad will walk over to the coffee maker hoping there's coffee and he'll make a big show of pouring a cup of coffee mm, yeah so tired after a long adventure and then wait till no one's looking and then pour the coffee in the in the plant and take a flask out and pour some other liquid in there mm, yeah cup of joe so good uh, uh, Vlad, you say? Uh, was was the coffee warm? Uh, it's yes. <laughs> Actually, but was it? Uh, the coffee in the pot was sitting on the burner. It's like the half pot sitting on the like warmer, so it was cool. warmish. So you know, it hasn't been days since this note was published. No, no. <laughs> Uh, Gus puts his report in the box and uh, in a way that can only be described as attempting to be smooth uh, turns and leans on the desk and says to I don't think we got her name did not um, okay well looks, <laughs> looks towards our potential employer so you see that says, she has not entered the building so you can like look at she's like standing at like the bottom of the steps of the little like porch lid or whatever just kind of watching you guys as you all go oh, in your reports in that case he'll turn and like look as though he's about to speak to her and then notice that she's not there and will 
quickly like jaunt over to the door and offer his arm to walk her inside. <laughs> oh, um, you are in. You're inviting her in. So, um, courteous of you. Uh, she sort of like looks at you in her eyes again, just like a dinner plate, huge, and she's just like, oh, I, can, I, I'll just wait out here. It seems very crowded in there. I don't, um, I don't really like small. Are you sure places. there's, uh, there's coffee, right? Glad. I'm, coffee? I'm, I'm fine, really. I'll just, um, I'll just wait. I'll just wait out here. There's some. Mm. I can. Uh, Atwood like reaches over the desk and is like scrolling around for some like generic contract paperwork or something like that. Like if you can, if you come inside, like we can, we can start writing up a document. I, I, I think maybe I'd better not. I should probably just. Um, I've tried posting this job before. It hasn't really taken. So I was sort of just. No one if wants you, this job. If you try have baby, this guy just was midwife. Yeah. I wasn't planning to have a baby anytime soon. Look, I mean, not to say that I am desperate, but uh, I did just midwife a cobalt birth. So uh, I'm pretty much up for anything. I thought they laid eggs. That's yeah, very it, disturbing. Yes, I, yeah, you know, I had to sit on the egg for a while uh, and, you know. Wow. Yeah. You seem very dedicated to your work. That's an excellent quality for an adventurer. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, uh, we would love to hear about whatever this is uh, you need done. It's, mm -hmm. um... You know, maybe this is, maybe this is silly. Maybe I should, I, maybe I should, I've just, I've, I've, I've tried to talk to the guild and I've tried to talk to the city guards and I've talked to everyone and, and nobody seems to take this seriously or want to help and I just I thought maybe if I just found some adventurers who needed a job then they, they we could kind of sort of go out outside the, the the contract I know it's I know it's not the proper way to do things but I I'm I'm getting a bit desperate here uh, um, um ch4 uh, uh, can you close your ear ears your rece your audio receptacle for a moment at which point you just hear <laughs> Uh, what was you that? Uh, <laughs> Did he you know, make uh, joke again? <laughs> the fifteen uh, percent that the guild takes, you know, uh, maybe it would be off the books, okay. I mean, I don't want contract paper away. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can see she is still like hovering, like right at the bottom step, like not wanting to come all the way up to the building, but she looks. Maybe, maybe like a hair more relaxed. Um, just like, oh well, I, I mean, I really don't want to get anyone in, in trouble. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have to tell anyone about, about this. And uh, um, I just, it's, it's my, my brother. He's, he's missing, and um, I'm starting to get terribly worried that something has happened. How long has That's... he been gone? Too long. Um, we were only supposed to be here for one night. Maybe I should back up. I'm sorry. I've done this so many times. I'm just um. Uh, we were we we've been traveling together. He uh, came to pick me up from school and was supposed to deliver me home to my parents, and um we were you know sort of sightseeing our way down the coast and uh, we got here and um well uh, the big attraction around here of course is the cathedral and. Tristram was very interested in seeing it, and I wasn't, so he dropped me off at the hotel and um, never came back. 
Is he actually repairing it or is he causing the damage then fixing it? I'm starting, I can't quite tell. We're not sure either. Mm -mm, no. But tell us about your brother. He, he, is, he an, is he an adventurer of sorts or, or, or does he just like to visit cathedrals? He's, he's more of a scholar, really. And his, um, well, he studies all kinds of things. He's very smart. But his, um, well, his uh, sort of hobby is um, ghosts. And Gust. the, the paranormal. Hmm? Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. Uh, you know? I meet ghosts. They nice guys. Uh, are they? Oh, well, that's... Good. Well, not no. all. Some some not nice guys. And then they might uh, cause brother's death, perhaps. And then maybe he joined them. See, this is, <clears throat> and this is exactly... And this is exactly why I'm starting to get very worried. Because, again, we were supposed to spend one night here. We're only we're only about a 10 day from from home and I, if he was going to abandon me he uh, ma'am ma i'm i'm sure there's just been some sort of misunderstanding i'm sorry Did, what's your name i sorry um i'm i'm gisella gisella yes it's lovely to meet you my name is atwood uh, yeah i am glad oh yeah, yeah uh yes uh, we could we could do that we could do that yeah that vlad vlad i'm vlad to totally normal human adventurer of course yes um atwood vlad um tazertan defarlan uh, oh yes. ah yes of the of the defile that's uh from from the from the north yes uh, uh, we're mostly actors and entertainers and of course exitus Yes, yes, of course. I've, uh, well, I haven't really heard about the last one, but I've heard the name before. That's, that's wonderful. Um, and, and, and you, sir? Gus Detect. Prestigious detective and ghost catcher. Oh, oh wonderful. Then, um, perhaps you're, you're wow. just the person. That's the so job. convenient for this, for this adventure. Uh, it truly is. The, the last adventurers I talked to just had a lot of armor and seemed very angry all the time. Yeah. That is a joke slash clock robot. Hello, I am unit CH-4RL-1. Perhaps we can call him George. Charlie. Right. Charlie. How do you get that? Charlie. Ha 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 ha. I am now human. I am Charlie. Charlie. Ha 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 ha. Humans. Shall I put organic matter into my face hole? Ha 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 ha. Mm. I am human. Mm -hmm. I am Charlie. Ha 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 ha. Like I said, joke robot. So useful. <laughs> yes, um, I, uh, one of my schoolmates was studying to be an artificer and specialized in, uh, voice boxes for automatons. Fascinating work. Well, if, if you, if you think you might be willing to, to help me, I, I, that would be, Wonderful. I just, I, I can't really leave without knowing what happened to him. And um, I, I, I'd really like to get home, but I don't, I can't go without him. You see, it's. Uh... Okay, yes, we find brother, but uh, I ask you, it's not a mystery where you actually kill brother, right? Oh, God, no, I absolutely, no, no, I would never, I would never kill my, my, my brother. No, 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 absolutely not. 
But but maybe you turned into a werewolf and then killed your brother and then didn't remember. There is absolutely nothing wrong with werewolves. At the mention of werewolves, Vlad will just instinctively like step back, just just a step. <laughs> I, I mean, yes. Uh, I mean, Atwood, very very fluffy kind of lady, just puffs up a little bit. Like, <laughs> got a you got a problem? <laughs> Nope, I am not no, a dog no, no problem. I've just I've just heard <laughs> stories of werewolves. I as far as I'm aware, I'm not a werewolf. Nah, she's good. <laughs> um, you see at this point she seeming like increasingly more agitated and kind of keeps glancing around and is like fiddling with this like big old chonky looking locket thing that she's got and is just you know kind of just in that like fidget toy sort of way and just seems very nervous as she's darting her eyes to all of you okay you look nervous i well yes you all are rather intimidating this and point ch dash r for our l dash ch dash for our l dash one i am completed with my door we'll walk over to gisela and like it is, or yeah, they're six foot four. So they look over Gisela. Oh. I hear you have employment. Um, yes. She like, How much? takes like a big, like full stride step back from you to like. Just like keeps following. Um, just, I, I, I will, I, that, that's the, that's the other sort of complication is, um, Tristram handles all the money. So I'm also sort of stranded here until he, you know, because I don't have anything. I can, um, I can, um. So you're asking us to take the job on good faith? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. We are going to a church, so good faith is, is. Oh, see, he's, he does some... jokes too. Very good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How much Joke robot, you're going to be out of a job soon. <clears throat> I, uh, you know I what? I cannot job? tell the time. So, I finished my door. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that we could reward you um, handsomely if you can find my brother, or at least find out what happened to him, so that I can get out of here. Would you be able to help get passage to the east? Um, well, we're we're going in sort of a southwestern direction, but I with I'm sure we could pay for passage. Where is the nearest beach? Uh, d directly to the west of us, I think, about 600 miles. 600 miles. Hmm. Hmm. How much would that cost? I don't know. Depends on how you're traveling. Carriage or, or train or on foot or hiring a horse or any of those sorts of things. Very well. If you are able to provide payment that will help me get west towards the beach, I will take this job. All right. Yes, we can certainly arrange for that. Get you to the beach. Good. I want to get away to the beach and have a fun time. I'm told that the beach is an excellent place to do that. Okay, here, I'll make new contracts. Uh, Gisela promises joke robot, nervous man, fancy man, furry 
and totally normal. <laughs> amazing party for a party that did not coordinate their yeah, builds no, at all it's very good a totally normal human that uh you pay uh equivalent of passage to beach for uh five after we find brought dead or alive yes no absolutely dead or alive okay <laughs> so Vlad writes out this hand writes his contract uh, uh, Vlad um you may want to add undead there as well. You, you never know. I mean, oh, you, that's true. Yeah. Do you know anything I about I don't know much about undead? undead. No. I am I don't know mostly about living as I am living human, totally normal human. You are living human just as I am human, like Charlie. Ha ha ha. ha. I will now put water into my face hole. Is that, uh, is good, that good for you? <laughs> yeah. Does he start like Sparking. <laughs> Roll me a constitution saving throw. This is DNT. We've got dice. We're down uh, to party Um apparently your creator um did build in sort of like a like a storage vessel that functions through where your your mouth would be, so it does allow you to create a facsimile of eating and drinking without a problem. It's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's a horror game, right? It's like a wineskin. You know, Do not worry. You turn if you need hydration end. later, ask me, and I will be able to provide. Spigot. <laughs> um, as you all are horrified at the thought of what this warforged anatomy must be like, um, uh, you see Gisela, who is like much more rapidly, sort of like again, kind of spinning and playing with this locket. It's just like. Wonderful. So we've we, so we have an ag agreement then. Then you you'll go um, look for Tristram and uh, and when you find out what's happened to him, um, uh, then uh, I'll get you passage to the beach and and you and we, we can all go to where we need to go. Yes. Hey, what is in locket? Well, well, oh um oh it's just no it's just it's a and she sort of like holds it up so you can see it's a very nice um, probably not expensive locket but very you know delicately engraved with these sort of intertwined branch motif or whatever just like, it's just a it's just a, it was a gift from my from my mother that's all it's just is, is brother inside so we know what brother looks like oh um and she mm -hmm. cracks it open and you see pictures and it's two um two elves one clearly looks like it's probably a, a slightly younger Gisela um, and the other one is a very similar looking, but slightly more masculine featured elf. Again, fairly pale hair, sharp cheekbones. Like, yep, that's some high elves there. Um, but you get a you get a good good look at the two uh, portraits. Yeah, in this thing. Okay, what is brother's name? Uh, Tristram. Sounds so familiar. Does it? Hmm. Uh, if yeah. you've ever, he's um studied at a, at a good many universities. If you've ever performed at one of those, maybe you've met him before. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, potentially, yes. That's anyway. Uh, w why don't we uh, take off and 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 head out? Uh, yeah. Um. Yes. Um. Uh, so he was. Um. He was, of course, going to visit the uh, the haunted cathedral, the sort of showcase of the of the. It's. Um. I think it's up the hill. That way, I don't really. Again, I don't 
I don't really care for ghosts. It's not really are, my thing. Are you, are you uh, going to join us on this, or you? Oh no, 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 no! I'm terrified. Oh. <laughs> That's why I needed some brave, strong adventurers to go, um, go try to help. Well, you certainly have adventurers. Yes. And a carpenter. And a carpenter who tells jokes. <clears throat> he also tells time. Oh, that's very oh. useful. Okay, um, uh, everyone, uh, like outside. Time? Outside. Scoot <laughs> outside, everyone. You guys have all just been like kind of clustered half in the building, half on the porch this whole time. Um, uh, yeah, Gisela is just sort of like, right, well, um, Wonderful. I thank you so much. I um I guess um we'll just sort of meet up back here, I think would probably be best. You'll have to well, I guess you won't have to turn in a report since we're doing this off the books, but um um we all know what this is, and that makes the most sense, yes. Well yes. How we will you know when we are done? Should we just come find you? Yeah, uh, we can I'll, send word to your hotel. Um I mean I'll sort of just be around. I or... usually spend most of my time sort of just wandering around looking for someone to help me, so um, I'll, I'll, I'll find a... There's got to be a coffee shop or something, right? I could just go sit in the coffee shop and, and wait for you all. They've got an all-night... There's a... there's a What is it? Um, a, a, a Sir Daniel's? Uh, the all-night eatery? I could sit over there and... Uh... Oh, yeah. W one of my regulars. I always love having coffee. Yes, coffee. It's wonderful. It keeps you awake. I'm not supposed to have it. It apparently makes my anxiety worse. I bet, babe. Um, yeah, why don't you go find a copy? We are going to be probably a while, so maybe get a book? Something? Yes, books! I, 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 could, I could study. That would be uh, an excellent use of my time. Great. Don't read about ghosts or anything. Just stick to, no. like... No, 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 no. You know, I don't know what you're into. Let read about some plants or something. I, I do like plants. Plants are wonderful and not Great. terrifying, like ghosts and specters and skeletons and zombies and things like that. There are some anteaters, but you know what? We're going to go ahead and <laughs> go ahead and head up to that church. We will get back to you as soon as possible. Right? Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I, I okay. you don't know how much I appreciate this. I'll just, um, I'll just, I'll, I'll just go. I'll go. I'll go find a book. I'll go find a bookstore, and then I'll find a coffee or something and maybe some herbal tea that might be that might be a good idea herbal tea mm -hmm. yes uh and she just sort of like watching you all kind of does like the backward sideways like like kind of and just kind of skitters until she sort of gets around the side of the building and then just sort of like disappears around the side of the building i say 50 I 50 she murdered brother but, uh, <laughs> we get paid 50, if 50. even if he's dead, so <clears throat> she is going to have a full nervous breakdown before we even get back. And I have a full nervous breakdown before we even get there. <laughs> okay, so haunted cathedral. Wait, you know, I forget. Gus, detect. Didn't you say you were a ghost detective? Yeah, only in that I, I the the last job I was on was a ghost. Wait. You ghost? Detective? No, no, the boy that <laughs> the the, totally the young man human. I caught was he was a ghost. Well, he wasn't a ghost. He was pretending to be a ghost. Well, he's a young wizard with mage hand and prestidigitation and a bedsheet. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so he was a ghost. 
Yeah, we've Stealing used that people's kind of money. stuff down at the carnival. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Can be very Okay, well, um, you know, we better get going because uh, heads up for team. I do have slight sensitivity to sunlight. So, you know, uh, ideal we get this done at night. Uh, it is about 6.30 p.m. right now. So... <laughs> Is the sunset? It's what, it's what it's behind time? the hills. So okay. Still a little light out, but not full. You know, just that getting into that gloaming time of the evening, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. So that's light sensitivity. Um, also, in case we do stop for bite, I do have minor allergy to garlic. Like total normal human allergies, not like like vampire thing. Or I mean, what? I don't even know what the vampire is. What is it? Gus you rushes up to Vlad and, and puts his monocle to his face and gets very close. He goes, yeah, I have a garlic allergy too, actually. See, totally normal. Okay, Haunted Cathedral. Are you going to be, uh, you're not like, say, allergic to cathedrals or anything, right? I will maybe, um, I will be in charge of looking on outside, perhaps. Th thresholds are okay no, not okay i will sacred uh, ground depends uh depends which uh, cathedral this is for fair enough um yeah uh ch-4rl-1 you are a little bit familiar with the haunted cathedral you know it's probably like the only thing in this town that counts as a tourist attraction uh, so you also know where it is because it is one of the most common places where people ask for directions to. And, and to that, um, CH-4RL-1, seeing that the party has like gotten their bearings, is just going to start walking off into a northwestern direction without talking. It's like... <laughs> hey, compass robot too. Let's go follow. Hopefully he's not going to beach. He's going to be very handy in the weirdest of ways. Handy, <laughs> at which point um, H-4L-1's hand just like flips from one hand to a hammer. Ha ha, ha ha, get it? <laughs> it is a hand, but now it is a hammer. And it is back to hand. Ha ha, ha ha. Hey Vlad, just realized, if brother is alive or dead, if you kill it, it will still be one, and you will have another improvement over two. Oh, well, um, yeah, quota is actually for civilian that I caused death. So, you know, uh, yes, true, I might cause his death. That is true, yes. And there may be many civilians up there, so, you know. It is unfortunately a ruined cathedral. It is a tourist attraction in which people go to find the haunted things. They go, but they come back usually, right? Seeing as it continues to be a tourist attraction. They like go and then they return, usually. Yeah, otherwise right? who writes Yelp review? <laughs> yep. Anyway, there is only one person who lives up there. His name is Roshan. He is the groundskeeper. He is a bit weird. Okay, Weird is go. part let's of the go. job. Sounds like he'll fit right in. 
<laughs> and you all make your way up yeah, towards he, like running now <laughs> he just swings his arms like that is he no doing like the Olympic speed walking <laughs> <laughs> that stuff is hard yo uh-huh can't let both feet get up above the ground yeah yeah <laughs> otherwise it's running mm. uh well you all make your way at a reasonable pace uh out of the kind of town proper and up uh, over the crest of the gentle rolling hills to uh, the location of this cathedral. It's sort of, you know, set up and inside these little foothills in its own space. Um, and as you crest up and over the hill, you can see sprawled out in front of you, uh, off in the distance, a massive graveyard, as one would expect at a cathedral. Um, Lots of uh, smaller headstones, a few of the kind of larger sort of above ground, like small mausoleum sorts of things. Nothing too huge, nothing crazy. Um, off to the sort of southwest corner as you're approaching uh, from the south here, you can see a, a pretty shitty looking rundown hovel um, with, a, with a light kind of flickering inside, maybe a you know candle or a lantern. Um, and then beyond that, you see the grand, impressive facade of the cathedral and its adjoining grounds. Uh, the cathedral proper is sort of to the left, as you're looking, or to the west. Um, big, crazy Gothic spires sticking up, or what's left of them. You can also see places where, like, the roof has kind of caved in, and there's a spot that's kind of got, like, almost like caution tape, sort of covering like a big old like hole that's sort of filled with rubble like maybe something collapsed and then uh running along next to it you see the the sort of gated walls of the cloister that end in this other big building um and you can kind of see that there's like the second story of another building a little bit beyond as this area um, kind of next to the cathedral adjoins it and is essentially like the monastery that was once attached uh, to this building. Um, everybody go ahead and give me a perception check. Uh, this is D&D &D and I should make people mm. roll things at some point. Nice. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, 16. Lad got 18. 30, 20. Oh, oh, oh. Crit fail. <laughs> Woo! Ten. Well, Atwood, you're very distracted because your cat has just like is like doing that cat thing where like all the hair is starting to stand up, and so the nails Absolutely. are also like going into your shoulders. So you're a little bit yeah. like trying to calm. No. Lemon, stop it. <laughs> yeah, trying trying to calm the uh, increasingly annoyed cat. Um, but uh, Tazwitane, Robo Boy. And Vlad, uh, you guys all are able to spot um, kind of like something is moving amongst the tombstones. And uh, you said a dirty 20, yes. Thomas? Um, you are able to pick out a little bit clearer. Maybe it's your, you looked with your special elven eyes and so something just kind of kind of, that it, it looks like it's just a dude with like a shovel or maybe a like maybe like a ground hoe. But I mean everyone does gardening at, at this time of night, I'm sure. There's a gardener over there, everyone. That must be mm. groundskeeper. 
Robot, your friend. I am not his friend. He is a weird guy. Oh, but you yes. you know him at least. You might be able to make an introduction. I can attempt to. Sure. And ch-4l-1 will just walk towards the shadowy figure. Beeline for this figure. <laughs> um. Yeah. You start. You start bopping up toward. Uh, this figure and as you get about like 15 feet away or whatever this man like turns and whirls and he like flips his ground hoe up so that it's like the the tool end is up at the top almost like he's getting ready to use it like a quarter staff he's just like oi oh jeez what's the robot doing up here yeah hello you are Roshan yes yeah it's my name don't wear it out the head just like pivots in an unnatural fashion to everybody else. It is the groundskeeper. No need for alarm. So, have you seen a slightly tall-ish? I see a elf? lot of kids coming up here to try to get a get into the ruins when they're not supposed to be, eh? He's uh not that young. You said he wasn't um, right. Does it matter then? Mm, that is true. Aha. Uh -huh. Another outfield. Like Two in one day. Aha, uh aha. -huh, uh -huh. It sounds like he was up here maybe for more academic purposes. Yeah, yeah, of. that's what they all say. Everybody traipsing up here, tromping through my graveyard, trying to like sneak into the closed down cathedral, a bunch of kids daring each other to go touch the door, or touch the icon or whatever. I'm sorry. You said an icon. What? What? Uh, what is that? Well, usually it's like a holy image or something. There's a whole bunch of them. It's a cathedral. Yeah. Uh, why would you not want people to enjoy the cathedral and, and bask in its glory at night, in a place where like the ceiling could come down on them at any minute? It seems like a win-win. What kind of church you go to? Ooh. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, if you. If you want to take the risk, I think that the risk is all yours for the taking. You know, people who mess with the spirits are more likely to join them than to find them. Tragically, we might be here to mess with those spirits a little bit. We're just looking for this guy. He's been missing for a while. Has anything been weird around here lately? Like, Depends on your definition of weird. There's always like strange noises coming from under the ground. There's loud sounds, rattling chains and shit. Uh, is there sound of like a high elf man screaming like he might be dying or dead? I do occasionally hear like the screams of the damned. I couldn't tell you if it was an elf or something else, but you know, there's some screaming that happens. Lots of skittering noises, wailing. Has there been any broken parts, like a, a window that isn't typically broken or, or a door hinge that's ajar or anything like that? He sort of looks at you, looks back at this like crumbling cathedral that's on right That isn't usually ajar. <laughs> <laughs> Look, kids, I don't, I'm not gonna stop you if you wanna go mess around or something, just, you know, you're taking your life into your own hands. I just take care of the graves, right? 
Vlad, so we have an official contract, do we not? Show him the official contract. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Here. Contract with Gisela and us five. Uh-huh. Great. Here, well, uh... Robot, are you good? Uh, you can draw a picture of a uh, high elf man. I will do my best. And I will attempt to draw the picture of High Health Man. Well, I thought like you might be like a printer, like uh, give me <laughs> give me a performance check with disadvantage to try to replicate <laughs> this uh, drawing. Oh, uh, not too bad. An eleven. It kind of oh. looks like a dude. As you can Could see, kind of be there... any dude. <laughs> And okay, wait, I help, I help, very and pointy then... ears. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> the groundskeeper just kind of looks at it again, kind of looks back at you guys. Is that, I might be in punked. Is that what's happening? Is this the new dare? Instead of go and touch the door, it's go and har harass the groundskeeper. Is that the new game that everybody's playing or something? Gus pops out from behind... Uh... Charlie, and it's like, as, as, as honorable members of the Adventures Guild, I request that you guide us into the cathedral. And oh, tries I don't... to look as serious as possible. Give me either a persuasion or an intimidation check. Oh, persuasion time, baby. 19. Uh... Oh, never mind. <laughs> um, he looks and goes, Okay, that's the scaredest dude I've seen in a while. And if he, if he wants to go in, then you're clearly up to something. So, look, I don't go in the cathedral. It's dangerous. But I'll go unlock the gate to to the Garth, and you can go in, look at the garden or something. Excellent. That'll do. He sort of... So let's go look for some footprints and see what we find. Yeah, okay. Uh, he leads you up, winding through the gravestones up to the, the wall of the uh, section that is next to the cathedral and goes up to this very rusty-looking gate that's got the classic, like, the gate is fully rusted, but the chain with the padlock holding it shut looks a little bit newer um, because clearly the actual gate lock no longer works. Um Pull, fishes out like a huge old ring of keys, pops the, the padlock, pulls the chain off. The gate immediately just on its own swings open. He just goes, Welcome to the cloister. Oh, low budget. Only one cloister, not cloisters. <laughs> well, I mean, you know the church, they went through some rough times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows? This place has been abandoned longer than I've been alive, so... That has uh, been a very long time, for you appear to be quite old for a human. I'm 47. What are you saying? Ha 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 ha. 47. So old. Yeah. Uh, you might want to start digging your own grave, man. Yeah, I ain't gonna do it for you. Um, if you go in, you go in. But I'm not gonna be held responsible for any dumb shit you touch that, uh, you know causes you a problem okay so like use discretion be careful and don't forget your four s's uh, excuse me 
You, you ghost hunters, right? That's what this whole shit is about? You four S's. What? Salt, silver, what? sage, and scripture. Oh, I have silver ring right here. I keep it on me at all times. Gus, is that the proper four S's? For you are the expert ghost hunter. I may have oversold how many ghosts I've caught. Wait, no, no. I I told you the story. I've only caught one ghost. Yes, he is ghost detective, not ghost detective. Wow, one whole ghost. <laughs> Clearly, your storied career is only a matter of time before it reaches our poor town so that we may be uh, availed of your great wisdom. Look, Roshan, we're hey, just looking for a dude. We're not fifth, looking for ghosts. Fifth S is sarcasm. <laughs> ah, yes, I don't get it. Stabs it stabs right through the heart of the ghost. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. That's vampires. <clears throat> no, we not we're in, we don't stab in in hearts. Okay. And then I think Vlad is just going to what? walk. <laughs> Wait, we're walking into the grounds, right? Not into the building itself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what you can see as you've kind of walked up and right out this gate is that there's basically like this enclosed kind of garden that's like, I think like a central courtyard that's surrounded okay. by this wall. And, and as you kind of step up, you can see that the, you guys are coming from the south. So the um, east, north, the east and north sections are partially wall, but also seem to have a lot of these outbuildings that you mm -hmm. can get into from this centralized area. And then the west wall is the wall of the cathedral that this all butts up next to. Okay. So Vlad will at least walk through the gates to get into this courtyard area. Yeah, and you walk into a very lovely little garden. It's, uh, we're in the deepening part of twilight, because it took you a little bit of time to get here, but there's still just enough sort of ambient light and some starlight starting to come out, and you can see there's a big tree, there's some nicely trimmed little hedgerows, there's like a little herb garden over off to the side. It's very lovely. Roshan, you take very good care of this garden. It's what I do. I'm a gardener. And I am a carpenter. Now we just need the butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker, and we'll be all set to go, yeah? Perhaps a mason as well. Oof. Look, you want to foot the bill to get this place repaired. More power to you, but so far nobody's wanted to bother because they think it's too expensive, and also it's haunted. Hmm. Do you happen to know what what the lore is around the haunting? What's what's supposedly in there? Whole bunch of ghosts. Like ghosts of priests, ghosts of nuns, ghosts of a bunch of kids, ghosts of Beats me, I don't go in there. They a field hospital one time. I mean, there's got to be a story. This is... I mean, You've been I... around long enough to hear the tales, right? Honestly, not a whole lot of tales. You would think there would be, but not so much. There's, again, lots of weird noises. Sometimes things fly off the shelves. Uh, lots of weird, like, cat things showing up, which is very annoying. They wreck the gardens all the time. Um... No, not like that. Like that's like a no, that's like a cat cat. I'm talking like cat things. You know, I'm you get me? I'm not like quite sure what the difference is. Well, like it's a cat, but like it's not a cat. But it's a cat. Like, get me? Like where cats? No, no, like the cats are everywhere. That's what I just said. There's cats in like all the buildings and then they wreck the garden. That's where the cats are. 
so cats. But they're not cats. Oh, it's not those jellical cats, right? <laughs> oh man, when they bust into song. <laughs> I gotta tell um, you, they bring in the crowds though. Okay, okay uh, we're gonna move we, on. Um, so there's critters. And, you know, your normal stuff, you know, your bats, your rats, your spiders, you know, that kind of stuff. And then there's some screaming, there's some crying, there's a lot of, like, chanting hap that happens or whatever. Sometimes some clanking, okay. rattling, skittering noises. That might also be the spiders, not gonna lie. Okay. It's, okay, if there, if there are spiders, are they, are they good spiders or bad spiders? What is your definition of good and bad when well, it comes uh, to spiders? So a good spider would be one that eats insects and small bugs. They uh, do do that. A bad spider would, would be ones that eat humans or- They might also do that. Okay, right. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> uh, so we look around now. Yeah, knock yourselves out. Hopefully not literally, because if you do go unconscious, I'm not coming to get you. Okay. You wouldn't happen to be a cleric by any chance, would you? <laughs> Why are you asking? Is well, one of you not a cleric? Oh, oh, we, really we certainly we are, yes, of course. <laughs> I mean, this guy just delivered a baby. That's close. Oh, so you're a doctor. Great. Okay. That building's the infirmary if you want to go poke around. I don't know what's in there, so, you know, be careful. Okay, yeah, haunted infirmary never scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Thomas, give me a perception check. Ooh, 19. 19. Um, you do, as you're listening to this guy fully just razz you as much as humanly possible um you ask him that question he kind of you know why are you asking you do see that this dude who is in like just ratty dirt covered clothes does have a very brightly polished chain of something that's like on his neck that's tucked into his shirt can't see what exactly it is but it it sticks out in contrast to everything else that is just shades of brown <laughs> Hmm. Okay. So uh, if we do run into trouble, we run out to you. Or away from me, just away from the building. Hmm, right. Okay. Generally is the, I mean, if you can get out at that point, so. Hmm. Okay, yeah, let's, let's yeah. go uh, look Seasoned around. adventurers, huh? Lots of experience and such, I can tell. I'm a carpenter. Look, you want to come with us? Me? I absolutely do not. I told you, I don't go in the cathedral. All right, then you can uh, leave the critiques back with your rose bushes. They are myrtle bushes. Thank you very much. Sorry. I'm new. Okay, okay. You'll so catch we, on. we go look for a scream, spider, scared, um... Sarcasm. Well, why is that accent? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he he learned impersonation now. Yeah. Roshan's oh, accent was not the accent he was supposed to have either, so we're just rolling with it. Okay. Benson's? 
Okay, Forrest, and we look around now. Okay. Uh, Vlad just wants to look around. Go to, what's the nearest door to? So as you guys come through this gate and you're in this garden, um, let me scroll to where my correct list is. Come on. There we go. Um, so as you are looking to your right, you can see this kind of larger building that forms the corner of these grounds. Um, a smaller building next to it, a little bit of like a passageway, a small building that is the one that was indicated as the infirmary, and then a large two-story building forms the, uh, what would be the northeast corner. And then looking up to the north, you can see another little passage that looks like it leads to another gate, kind of like the one you guys are coming through, but going up to the other side. Um, a big sort of more rounded um, or octagonal building. Another one of these little small ones kind of nestled in. And then the um, end of the transept of the cathedral. So the like the pokey out bit because cathedral floor plan everything shaped like a cross yeah Yeah. um so that kind of forms this square and then any anything kind of between most of these buildings are kind of adjoined they butt up next to each other so you're pretty sure you can pass through uh, a lot of these rooms into the others except for these two little like passageways that lead to gates where you would have to duck out into the passageway and then go into the door to the next set of buildings uh i like a like Tazertain's idea about looking for footprints. Yeah, uh, give me, uh, let's do some investigation check. That's not going to be good. Uh, I would also accept survival, since that's sort of a tracking skill. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's any better, but... Uh, slightly better. Oh, I mean, that one. <laughs> um... You looked out of the ground and suddenly can't remember if perfectly normal humans leave footprints behind mm-hmm. or not. You're pretty yeah. sure that you do, so clearly a normal humans do, but you're like suddenly questioning it. Sometimes I might not. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven. Um, it's kind of hard to tell. I mean, the garden clearly looks like it's been moved through, but also you're pretty sure that Roshan, like, comes in here regularly to tend to it. Um, And a lot of the rest of the kind of, like, passage, like, the actual cloister walk that kind of surrounds it is paving stone, so. Right. Uh, So, uh, the nearest door, then, I suppose. Is uh, Atwood is looking around for signage? Is there anything indicating uh, a name of this place or any sort of like pictorial uh, stuff on the outside? You do see some little, like just like little wooden plaque signs that seem to have a couple of names of some of these buildings. You see the one that is most directly to your right, that is this kind of corner that you're nearest, um, says Refectory. Thomas did not know when he handed me this that it's an excuse for me to indulge in my love of uh, 14th century Gothic architecture terms. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. 
Ah. Um, and you okay. you can't read them from where you are right now, especially because it's starting to get a little bit dark, but you can see a couple more of these kind of placards on some of the other buildings. You're guessing similar labeling at stops along the way. Okay, but nothing indicating like St. Jude's Children's Hospital or whatever. It's all it's all generically labeled. Yeah, Extra you're not Life Cathedral. Yeah, Extra Life Cathedral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, you're not really seeing any any specific um okay. like symbology or iconography. Like no graffiti that says ghosts were here. Oh, there's definitely graffiti. It's mostly on the wall of the chapel, and it's a lot of like languages that you're not you're not sure if it's that you don't read the language or it's just whoever did the graffiti did a bad job with terrible handwriting. So it's kind yeah. of illegible. Yeah. Uh yeah, I would agree with the closest door method. Cool. That will take you into the refectory. Um doors unlocked easily just pop this door open and walk in um this room is surprisingly warm compared to the outside it's very dark and you can kind of just make out there's a little bit of this kind of last dregs of twilight and then star and moonlight that's now coming out coming in through the windows you can kind of make out um some long tables and benches um Essentially, as you uh, come in here, you've got like two long tables. You're kind of coming in at the foot of them. These long benches laid out on either side. And then up at the other end of the room is a third table. It's either way. I think, you know, you've got the big mess hall tables and then the kind of head table um, that also has some benches. Up on the wall behind it, there's something on the wall. Again, it's kind of too dark to tell and it's a little bit shadowed because of placement um, but it looks like there might be something up on the wall there and then on um, the wall that would be to your left you see the outline of what's probably a door into the next building um, and then a big stone fireplace currently there, um, dark uh, and unlit are Charlie, there holy help? symbols in oh. this <laughs> in this room? too dark to tell right now well what about Charlie, someone yeah. with dark vision? <laughs> Charlie, how uh, tall are you? I am six foot four. It is very dark in here. Excellent. Um, Gus is feeling his way through his companions <laughs> until he touches a hunk of metal, and his monocle sort of floats up, and then uh, I cast light on Charlie's metal body. Cool. <laughs> Charlie suddenly just glows. Nice robot now. <laughs> so useful. Um, that is a feature I did not better. know I have. Uh, Atwood pulls out whatever instrument she's got on her. I forget what I'm carrying. Um, <clears throat> it's something insane just... like bagpipes or something. No, I can play the bagpipes, but I'm pretty sure I've got like a lute or something. Oh, okay. Chill. <laughs> oh, no, I have a viol. She just starts... <laughs> giving a little mood music that's a little <laughs> little uh dance party-esque the bardic like disco i was just in on my latest adventure <laughs> mm -hmm. um okay now that's light are there holy symbols in this room um as you look around you can see places where there probably were at one time there's little like niches up in the walls that would be appropriately suited to have little statues or holy symbols you do not see anything in them though um with the light cast 
uh, casting into the shadows and breaking it up at that far wall, you can see what looks like some sort of holy symbol or, or, or a glyph or something, but it looks wrecked. It's mm. almost like somebody tried to like burn it off the wall or something, but didn't quite succeed. So you can kind of still see the traces of it, but it's got this sooty, craggly weirdness all around it. It's very unsettling. Perhaps not for a blood, and asking for no reason, no crosses in here, right? Uh, no, no crosses. Okay. So Vlad will comfortably walk yeah. into the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Vlad, you feel like you should be getting weird vibes out of this room, being where you are, and you're not. And that's kind of more unsettling mm-hmm. to you, is the fact that you're not really having a problem in this space. It's cozy room, actually, guys. Uh, Atwood is going to sniff the air. Okay. Does she notice anything smelly with a... Uh... I don't know what I want to roll for that investigation. Um, investigation or perception. Uh, that is a 14. Kind of smells like wet dog. Just the Rude. faintest, the faintest whiff of wet dog. <laughs> wet dog that's not... That's not you. <laughs> It's not me. It's a different dog. Great. No, it's, it's, I guess for you, it'd be more like the equivalent of like, if somebody had walked through here, like if one of your like brothers had walked through with bad BO, it's kind of got that vibe. Sure. Uh, can I, uh, geolocate that or is it just kind of. It's, it's real, it's real faint and kind of, uh, you just like sometimes as you take a sniff you catch a little bit of it sometimes you don't i think with 14 you can't quite locate it sure uh gus is going to start delicately walking forward (laughs) sure and um is there like rubble on the ground um it's it's more like the room is pretty self-contained so it's more of that sense of just a room that's been kind of sitting and stagnating okay. for a long time for, for so it's not time. okay yeah the the only thing that truly looks like wrecked is that back wall where this symbol was seemingly altered destroyed oh. question whatever whatever happened there okay great um yeah i i'm just going to delicately walk and and Gus wants to make he's making like a big deal out of every single step, you know he's kind of like gently putting his foot down, and then feeling that it's secure, and then he keeps walking towards he towards that back wall that is that is seemingly destroyed, uh, and then when he gets there, I, I want to just like see if I can poke you know p- poke my eye through one of the hole if there's a hole in the wall or just take some sort of perception check or investigation. Yeah, give me either or... either perception or investigation, whichever you. Perception, if you want, just a general overview. Investigation, if you're looking for something specific that you want to describe uh, to me. Looking for anything, I'm not looking for anything specific. Okay. Um, 18. 18. As you get closer, um, you... You're a sorcerer. Okay. Um, and double check if you would have uh, arcane knowledge. Um, this definitely looks like it was probably some sort of protective rune not necessarily inherently holy but something that would be used to create 
a sanctuary, a place of safety and security. And it looks like somebody went to town to try to negate the effects of this rune. There are like, as you get closer, you can see there are like gouges where somebody maybe tried to like take like a chisel to the stone to kind of wreck the lines of it. You can see this sootiness where maybe somebody tried to to blast it with magic or burn it off in some way. And the traces are still there, but you also get the sense that it is not currently active. That whatever was done to this has disrupted it enough that it is no longer functioning. Okay, okay, okay. I will just immediately translate that back to the group. <laughs> um, I don't really know what to do with this now. Mm. Yeah, Vlad um, actually walks behind uh, Gus, not carefully, and so pops over his shoulder. What do you see? Uh, okay. In a cathedral where there's lots of ghosts sneaking on my shoulder, not a good idea. It's okay, Gus. I can protect myself. You are more likely to get hurt than me. Yeah, I know. And then uh, Gus turns and and points towards the like remains of this of this um, like sigil, I guess. What, what do you want to call it, Alondra? Is that a, um, fair enough? Yeah, a sigil or a rune. Okay. We can go with sigil. This is here to 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 keep someone out or something out. And and now it's not doing its job. Well, yeah, we we walked in just fine. Right, but we're not the I, I'm not <laughs> You might be, uh, and then defeated. He goes, "You're right. We did walk in just fine." So it's good thing, maybe. Okay, we find uh, ugly decoration here, and I don't think there's anything else. Um, elf man, you in here? Ghosts? Trish, I'm glad we'll just wait to hear to see if anything responds. <laughs> you're, you're just kind of saying that out loud. <laughs> yeah. Um, give me a perception check. Okay. It'll be a nine. The sounds of the wind brushing against the stone outside. Okay, I think this room empty. Um, Atwood, can you also give me a perception check? I would love to do that. Uh, 14? Um, as, uh, Vlad kind of speaks out loud and then there's that pause as you wait, you get a much stronger whiff of that, like, dog-like funk. Uh... It's smelling like normal wet dog. Yeah. But it's, it's, this is like, you know how uh, sometimes when the dog is lying still and then gets up and moves and you get that whiff? Mm -hmm. I don't like that. Is it enough for me to pick up a direction? 
it feels like it's got to be coming it, it feels like it can't be from inside this space which means it's coming through a door or a window somewhere okay then she's gonna start the then she's gonna start canvassing the full room looking for uh the best source um Uh, with my investigate that I guess that would be appropriate to roll. I yeah, have an right. 18. Uh, yeah. Between the, the, this extra kind of burst allowing you to sort of lock onto it and the active thing. Yeah. You trace it down. It gets real strong at that fireplace and that door. Uh, you can also, you're now close enough that you can see there's just the barest hint of light coming from the seam of that door. You kind of didn't notice it because oh, uh, okay. the robot is glowing so brightly. <laughs> and it's, and it's, very, it's very dim. Uh, but, but now that you're like right there, you can see, oh, there's just like the barest crack and there's just maybe the faintest little bit of light. Uh, she's going to nod at guys and hey, shut it off. <laughs> turn him off, turn him off. <laughs> I am sorry. This is a new feature. I do not know how I turn it off. Have you tried Gus turning isn't it off actually and turning sure it back on again? Turn it off. <laughs> Gus has never been asked to turn, turn off a light. Off. It is constantly glowing. Okay. Well, I guess... So, so instead what he does is he takes like a cloak indicate. and he just wraps it around. Sorry, Christy. You're good. You're Go good. Ahead. Um, she she indicates the glow around the door to everyone else and says, like, I, I think somebody's back there. Or some thing. Can I listen at the door? Yes, please, go right ahead. Thirteen. Perception. Yeah. Um, with your ear, like, right up against the door and kind of paying it, you hear just like the faintest sense of like a like breathing sort of like a huffing breathing just oh oh i think tristram might be a werewolf and he's in the other room oh well that will be so quick what are we going to do with other two and a half hours <laughs> <laughs> Damn assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I know, guys. Oh. What if we just stay in the refectory and riff for another hour and 45 <laughs> minutes and then open the Hold door? <laughs> We're just going to stay here the most playing meta cards. Stream, meta stream on Twitch. <laughs> uh, okay. So, should we, um, should we go in, maybe? Or. or... Ask it to come out. Uh, I don't know how polite you think this thing is. I, you know what? I, I'm, I'm. I'll just back away from the door. I'll let you guys handle handle it. L one will go up to the door, and like almost as if like someone turned the gain up on the speaker, just like. Excuse me, Trisham. Are you in there? Are you in there? We are here to rescue you. As, as a point of order, 
Gus is hanging off of the H4R01 because he's still covering him with the with the cloak to block the light. And like it's almost like a half cloak with how tall CH dash four one is. Yes, exactly. This is precious and this was an awful idea. Are you in there? I am opening the door now. Okay. Uh, you open the door, and I'm gonna need everybody to roll initiative. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. I know, you're shocked. Stunned, even. Yeah! Natural Ooh. 20! Woo! Nice. Uh, let me roll for my thing. Great. Great. Let oh, wait. You're probably All right. gonna ask us. 25 to 20. 20? Yes! Oh, uh, 25, actually. Wow. Dang, son. Um, 20 to 15. 15. 15. Oh, it's... Okay, I was about to say, is it going to be one of those kind of days? That's possible. Uh, I have to remember everyone's name now, which is a fun test. Uh, I'm just describing her. I'm just like, robot. Rogue. <laughs> and joke robots. Fancy guy. Robots. Scared um, guy. Nervous Fif- guy. <laughs> 15 <laughs> to 10. <laughs> Truly the best party. 15 to 10. Anybody? Mm-hmm. 10 to 5. Got Ooh, five. Eight. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. What's your dex there, Gus? Uh, uh, 12. Okay. I don't like the way you ask me questions. Well. You never like the way I ask you questions. It's just part of the it's just part of the game. I don't know. I it's a perfectly normal question. I'm just asking what your dex modifier is. It's all fine. It's good. Oh, plus one, I guess. Is really yeah. What I should have answered, but it's fine. I'm dragon. Uh, great. Uh, yeah. You open the uh, you've opened the door, and standing. In the doorway, sort of backlit by this kind of dimly glowing fire that is kind of crackling in a in another fire. Oh, it's front lit because of me. Oh yeah, no, you're right. That's it's front lit because of you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so you can actually see this much more clearly. Is a, a, a big kind of scraggly mongrel-looking dog, which wouldn't be that concerning, except that this dog has two heads, both of which have their lips kind of curled back and are quietly starting to sort of snarl at you. Oh, it's not werewolf, it's Cerberus. Uh, and you can see, because you're standing right at the door, that um, there's a second one of these who is getting himself up from where he was sleeping by the fireplace and turns to look at you guys with both heads. And that's going to take us to the top of the order, which is Tazotain with Atwood uh, on deck. So I will back up and I will ready my hands. For a ranged attack, if it if a creature attacks. Cool. Is that if it like attacks a friendly? Just attacks at all? Yeah, a friendly. Okay. Right. Just checking. Uh, cool. Actually, uh, first bonus action. Hi. <laughs> I, I was like, what Hi. kind of rogue are you today? <laughs> Donovan would be so disappointed in you. Um, great. Yeah, you're gonna hide and prep that action. Twenty-six uh, stealth in case that matters. 
you are one with the night. Despite the fact that there is a glowing robot, you just find this corner behind the fireplace and you're like, oh yeah, I got like a perfect band. I can get under the table and just, yeah, good. Like you're invisible. Everyone else is even confused where you went. Um, that'll take us to Atwood with Charlie on deck. Uh, Atwood is going to cast uh, Speak with Animals. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, she's going to cast uh, that and quickly ask uh, these doges um, or tell them that they mean no harm and they are simply looking for someone who passed through. Cool. Um, She'll wait patiently for the response. Um, the one who is right in front, who's kind of snarling, just kind of gives uh, a big double sniff with both of its heads at once and kind of continues to snarl. The one that was getting by the fireplace kind of lopes over to join him, but seems a little more, a little more chill. Uh, and maybe a, a hair confused at the fact that you're talking to him <laughs> and just kind of goes, many people pass through. Which one are you looking for? Tall, gangly elf, probably a nerd, very blonde. Ah, oh, the one who thinks he is the master. Probably. We have no master. Of course you don't. <laughs> but you got friends. You guys in a pack? This little pack thing you got going on? We were once a mighty hunting pack. Now we are all that remains. Looks like you guys have gone into retirement. And that'll bring us up to uh, <laughs> yeah. C4RL.1. As you see Atwood uh, leading down, uh, kind of barking, and then getting these weird, horrifying snarls in response from one of these dogs. C4RL-1 mm -hmm. uh, is going to do the... Um, oh, God. What is, what is his last name? I forget. Um the Caesar method. Oh, and it's no. going to walk out to the dogs <laughs> and just like <laughs> assert, um, assert himself as the as the pack leader. Oh my gosh. God this won't go wrong at all. Okay. <laughs> Can I use a strength-based charisma? Or strength-based intimidation. Boy, you can make me a persuasion check with disadvantage because you're a fucking robot. <laughs> they can sense no fear in me. That is true. I mean, you are correct about that. I almost said the phrase and I had to catch myself. <laughs> you're not wrong. There it is. Um, sorry, disadvantage persuasion? Yes, because you're okay. a robot. <laughs> well, that comes out to a solid a five. Five. Okay. Um, the dog that is directly in front of you, like, takes a step back, like, a the, the WTF face at you as you do this. And the other one looks and kind of cocks his heads. And um, Atwood, you can hear him say... Again, thinking that we can be ruled. We have no master. 
and he sort of comes up to like get in line with his buddy. Um, and that's gonna be their turn. I do not think that worked. <laughs> Prepare yourself, Gus. <laughs> that's actually a good point. Uh, yes. James, odds or evens? Uh, even. Evens. Okay. Great. Um, the the snarling dog recovers himself and lunges at you. Mm. And it's going to make two bite attacks. Oh my. Yeah. Um, what is your AC? And Nestor, what is your AC? <laughs> 16. Hold on a second. Let me see if I don't have something for this. Okay, I don't. I was going to say, check 11. for that shield reaction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 16 and 11. Oh, I love this. Uh, both bites will land. One is going to uh, hit uh charlie in kind of the torso and then the other is trying to kind of bite they're like trying to like kind of come around on both sides of the torso but actually lands into you gus um gus i need you to make a constitution saving throw you're both going to take five damage and gus needs to make a constitution saving throw you're off the hook because you're a robot ow ow this hurts ow please stop ow 16 uh, you pass. You feel a weird numbing tingle that you do not enjoy, but it doesn't seem to take. Uh, and that's going to bring us to your turn with Vlad on deck. Um, okay. So they he bit me and then released me, right? I'm not like... You're not grappled or anything. Okay. He just... Yeah, no, he, he just... His bite landed on you. Great. Uh, Gus, after being caught off guard by this bite, um, jumps off of Charlie and takes the cloak with him and yells, light flash! And, <gasps> and runs and uses this opportunity to run back behind, I guess, Atwood. In the hopes that the light flash distracts them enough to give me an opportunity to escape. Um, Is that all you're attempting to do? Because you would take an attack of opportunity unless you want to disengage. Uh, y y that is all I'm going to attempt to do. Yes. Okay, then I'm gonna let you have the disengage. Also, they rolled so bad on their opportunity <laughs> attacks anyway that it wouldn't matter. So um, the light, the light flash worked. Yeah, they kind of snap at you, but they nothing. They don't get you, and you are cleanly able to get behind Atwood. Excellent. Um, which will bring us up to Vlad with Tazertan on deck. Okay, so what is? Vlad see now with the dogs like what's their state Where one of them is directly in front of uh charlie and is back to snarling and the other one is sort of giving everybody like shade essentially and that's the one that seems to be communicating with atwood okay uh just nice doggies so vlad's gonna cast mage hand on the the mean one in front of um charlie and try to like scratch his behind like Give him scratches. Yeah, give him scratches to see if that helps. You know, I designed this entire thing, this entire like module, if you will, such that you could theoretically get through almost all of it with no combat. This is not how I expected that to go. Okay, so I'm trying something nice. Yeah, no, I, I like it. Uh, give me a persuasion check. Okay. 
okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> I don't know oh, what the switch well. check would be. Yeah. I mean, I could do Yeah. That would be only an 11. <laughs> 11? Okay. Um, what is, what is, we need buddy's... bits in this game, guys. Hey, what is Buddy's <laughs> wisdom here? Um, you're not sure that he's like thrilled about it, but again, you seem to have kind of like between like there's the light flash and then there's the screen, and he just seems to be getting much more confused about what's happening here. Okay, good doggy. So, uh, I do before my next turn, did my attack? Uh, your attack my... did go off when so. it was bitten. I apologize. I made the note and then I didn't look at it like a professional dungeon master. Uh, 23 to hit as this psychic energy forms in his hand and a knife shoots out. That will, in fact, hit. Uh, and then what is the damage? 10 points of damage. Ow. Psychic damage. Yeah, so the combination of, like, this flash of light and this, like, psychic burst and then the butt scratches, like, this dog's just very confused. Sorry, plus... Sneak oh, deck damage of four. Of yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very startled. Very confused. That's going to be Atwood's turn with Charlie on deck. Uh, is uh, the guy that I'm talking to irritate? Like, has he noticed any of this and is he irritated by any of it? He's kind of just giving you guys side eye. It, it, what it looks like is like one head is like assessing the situation and the other head is like the equivalent of like rolling its eyes at like you guys can't figure out if you're attacking or if you're trying to make friends fair i just want to know how much damage control i got to do right now um he does not uh, seem like he is becoming aggressive towards you guys. he seems like he's still just sort of monitoring this situation and letting his bro do the work uh Okay, so she's just gonna keep talking. All right, uh, I, I, I'm sorry about. I'm sure your friend can handle himself. Uh, they are not. They're pretty new here. Um, the 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 elf that you saw. Where did you see him? Do you know? Do you recall? He likes to frequent the hidden places within the church. I assume so. He does not come here anymore. We have warned him not to return. The kitchen is our domain. Good call. Did he say what he was looking for by any chance? He mostly did a great deal of yelling and showed off with a lot of magic to try to impress us. We were not impressed. Elves. <clears throat> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> that's gonna bring us to I, Charlie. I that's the end of my turn. Yeah. <laughs> Ow, dog, ow, stop. And the arm is going to flip around. And instead of the hammer this time, it is like a cylindrical tube. And he's going to place it right onto one of the dog's heads. And you just hear a as a nail gun goes off 
This is almost as bad as the Raguzi that I allowed in a game. <laughs> Ooh, that's a 21 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Weirdly, point blank with a nail gun will hit. <laughs> oh, that's only a one. Um, so five, five damage. As it's like, stop, <clears throat> stop, please, please, stop, stop. Um, just like pierce the dog's ear. <laughs> he, you, you, you. This time, from from like that head, you get a high pitched yelp, and the other head kind of turns to look to see what happened. Um, and they're very upset by this, so they're gonna try to bite you some more, and they're going to fail both heads. They're they're in pain. They're distracted. They're very confused. Um, and that is going to bring us to Gus with Vlad on deck. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Gus is going to cast sleep on the aggressive aggressive doggy. Okay. Um, so how does this how does this spell work? Oh jeez. Uh, spell All... uh, roll five d eight. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All creatures in range, starting with the lowest hit point value. Could be Charlie. Oh, I was gonna say, uh, Charlie. Char Charlie, <laughs> still on. Yeah. Charlie, what HP do you have? Because you would also be within. Oh, I'm 47 right now. Okay, great. I rolled a 22. 22. Um. Yeah. Aggressive dog. Uh. Passes out. Just kind of flops onto the floor asleep. His compatriot just looks over at him with both heads and kind of looks back to you guys. Uh, I Vlad, did not intend that. It's your turn. <laughs> oh, dog is asleep now. I, my mage hand must have worked to, to calm it down. <laughs> Gus whips his head towards Vlad with his with his monocle still floating after casting the spell, and he's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I am Dog Whisperer now. Uh, other dogs seem so nice. I, I think uh, we are done fighting now. Dog, are you being like, maybe um, Vlad will move the mage hand over to other dog and just give it a little pet on the <laughs> It'll keep going back between the two heads. <laughs> what, what is, what is this? Why, what is this happening? Good doggy feels good. You can you can hear the dog making these sort of like gravelly yeah. growly noises, but uh, I just, not I seen those badly. are those are growls of joy. <laughs> um, let me check something. Okay, um, yeah, that brings us back up to the top of the order, which is uh, Tazertain, followed by Atwood. Uh, I will just slowly make my way out of the room to outside. I'll be out here, everyone. Uh, do you want to go? Dogs. Do you want to go back through the refractory, or do you want to like scooch by oh, the dogs? Yeah, back, okay, back through the refractory. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Back out the way you came. <laughs> Bye. Cool. Uh, yeah, you're outside, Atwood. Uh, I uh, seems like we're just about good here. I'm sorry that we intruded. I do have one final question, though. There seems to be, on the outside of this room, a, a destroyed symbol. Do you know anything about it? Ah, yes. The wards. They have been desanctified. Oh. 
by... I presume your presumptuous elf man. Oh. That wouldn't be too surprising. Is Were those wards keeping you here? Or keeping no. something out? They are intended to keep the place as hollowed ground. I see. And you were here? We did, you, did you move in? Something like that. We used to roam the hills. This was much more comfortable as we got older. I see. Well, um, thank you for your time. I'm so sorry we disturbed your evening. Tell the large metal one to be more polite in the future. He's a work in progress. Uh, and he just sort of nods you, and he goes over and with his two heads, like, kind of grabs the scruff of the unconscious one's two heads and, like, drags, starts dragging him back over toward the fire. Wow. Okay, see? I did not anticipate a single nail would do that. No, no, uh, see, it was Mage Hand, a de-escalated situation. You're welcome. That uh, is good. Still amazed that what he did actually worked is absolutely offended at the fact that the two of you are not picking up on his amazing work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Vlad. Okay, perception of plus zero, so Vlad did not. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Oh. I see. Well, you gave them the good scritches, for they are good boys. Uh, yes. Uh, perhaps yeah. you don't nail gun good boys in the future. Mm -mm. It was biting my midsection. It hurt. Anyway, goodbye, as the glowing hand grabs the door handle and closes it by. Nice. Okay. Charlie, feel pain. Sorry, I was just <laughs> pondering that. Anyway, yeah. Only guys. emotional pain. <laughs> Yikes. I tried to be the pack leader. I heard about this one guy named Rasses. And unfortunately, it did not work. Uh, yeah, they, they used to have a pack. And now they're kind of doing their own thing. Um, seeing as their whole pack appears to have been killed. So they might be a little bit sensitive about that kind of stuff. Why don't we go ahead and regroup outside? The refectory seems to be their locale. Mm. So we can hey. just... And yeah. the glowing disco ball walks outside. Yeah. Uh, probably around the time you get outside is around the time that the light does fade. And uh, hmm. you go back to normal. It appears it is an on-off switch know, based on outside spell. versus... Oh, it's an hour? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I thought light was only 10 minutes because we have to keep recasting it another game. You got a fancy... Oh, it's an hour. But I can't remember what this game is. We're playing D&D, &D, right? Uh, cool. Gus will, will walk up to Charlie and like give him a uh, like a pat on the back. <laughs> that on the back and that will turn the spell off <laughs> there we go I mean you can leave it on then I just was I mistracked but oh okay uh, well in that case it's totally on yeah it's still on you're outside now you're back in the garden um 
Uh, everybody, give me a perception check while you come outside. Because why not? Everyone, he said. Yeah. These are all coming outside. Oh, not bad. Okay. Roll one. That would be a seven. Vlad's too busy bragging about de-escalating the situation. <laughs> you did not Gus kill anything. You are a solid zero at the moment. Improvement. Yes. But night so, is young, so don't jinx me, robot. Okay, did anybody get <laughs> over a 13? I got a 13. And, uh, oh, Great. Charlie, out of the corner of your eye, you see a bird kind of flit off the the edge of the wall and fly away as you guys come out. Mm. There is an avian creature moving across westward. Um, southward, kind southward. of toward the graveyard area. Hmm. I do not know why, but I have noticed this bird, and I have an inclination to follow it. <laughs> Uh, uh bird watcher now? I don't know. I am learning many new things on this adventure. So okay. I may be attempting to bird watch. Contract. We find elf, not bird. But what if strange bird that I have noticed indicates where human is? He is of a wizarding nature, yes? Uh is homing pigeon maybe? Oh, oh mm. what if it was uh, trying to lead us away from it? A distraction, well, if it leads us if away will. from the grounds, then we return and we look for Trisham. Okay. What? Well... What if the bird was spooked by something close to where it came from? That would be us. We are the closest thing to bird. It was on the wall. We are very scary. Bad boy. See sarcasm. Uh... Ha 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 ha, we are not scary. Okay. As you are all standing there discussing the uh, benefits or detriments of following the bird, uh, you suddenly all feel almost like a mini earthquake. Like everything around you just sort of like shivers for a moment. Uh, and very faintly, you kind of just get this, this like wave of quiet, like chanting that just sort of like almost breezes past you. When the earthshake blasting into the doorway, because he learned earthquake safety. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in his very, California. his normal yes. human elementary school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's no desk, so I get in the doorway. Um, <laughs> so we all hear the chanting. Yeah, you all just hear this this brief moment of chanting as the earth kind of shudders briefly. That, that, that seemed that felt like it came from from below the ground. Maybe we should find a, a stairway or a, a, something like that to go down. The crypt, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Oh, lovely! Sounds lovely. Down <laughs> below, you say. And then the left arm is going to switch from a hand to a shovel and just start digging. I, there's probably an the entrance somewhere. <laughs> He's not going to be so happy. No. <laughs> okay. Let's go to the main cathedral, perhaps. Uh, and, or we follow the bird, one of the two. But is the bird gone now? It's just bird. <laughs> I mean, the bird is not currently in sightline of you guys okay. from where you are. Yeah, perhaps let's go in the cathedral and, and rummage uh, around in there. 
You know what I say, uh, Atwood? You were talking to Dog. Uh, yes, I was. I'm so glad you noticed. Um, as Atwood's <laughs> going to go ahead and start like walking up to the cathedral as she's kind of telling them exactly what she, she got from the dog that uh, they appear to have met um, Christum and he was very annoying to them. He kept showing off his magic. He is theoretically the person that destroyed what was once the holy symbol that they saw outside of the door and that she suspects that that is perhaps what he was going around doing maybe in order to make something happen here not entirely sure about that but he uh is possibly responsible for starting to destanctify this property well I mean, sometimes not bad thing desanctify property. <laughs> I mean, what? I don't know. It's good, bad. Who's to be judged? Well, I mean, if it was already haunted, I mean, what would, what is the, maybe it was protecting the ghosts and the hauntings from humans and elves. Unless okay. he was trying to bring about something even worse than the ghosts or just children breaking in those urban Perhaps. explorers okay did did dog say where tristram is no they have said that it has been a while since he's been around uh and they really told him off the last time that they saw him so okay, okay. yeah he 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 learned not to bother them anymore i think Well, Could I stop we'll, digging? Let's find him and ask him. Uh, all of you except uh, Charlie have reached the wall of the cathedral, and Charlie is still <laughs> back digging his hole. Where did everybody uh, go? And slowly you just see a glowing mass appear. As you guys get up to the side of the cathedral, you can essentially see that there is a portion of this you're on this sort of pathway and it kind of leads up to uh what you can see is a doorway that would lead it would lead you to like essentially like the front porch the front steps of the cathedral if you pass through it which would be outside of this walled area but it lets you just kind of like step up and onto it um you can also see if you were to hook the corner and continue following along the wall of the cathedral that makes the inner wall of this garden, you would get up to the east transept, that little portion sticking out, and there seems to be a door entrance there before it adjoins to the next building. You all left me there while I was digging. Oh... Yes, sorry, robot. We uh, we decided to go into cathedral. Oh, okay. But why did you not tell me that you were going? He has feelings. We didn't want to <laughs> interrupt you. I mean, you seem so happy uh, and and. Quiet. Honestly, I, I forgot. Just... <laughs> How is that possible? My facial features do not change. How can you see that I am happy? Because uh, you were quiet, and uh, I know that when I am happy, I am very quiet. 
Uh, Atwood, Lemon just suddenly, like, stands up on your shoulders and is in, like, full, like, arched back, spiked hair, like, hiss mode. Mm -hmm. Reasonable. Just, like, fully dug in all of a sudden as you guys are standing here having this conversation. Ow. Ow. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Would you? Mm. Uh, something's, something's hinky. My lemon alarm's going off. Oh. Kit does not like inter-party conflict. <laughs> uh, yeah, Guess she also not. doesn't like spooky shit, so... Ooh. Wrong place for cat, then. That Tragic. is a very useful cat. Thanks. She's great. She catches rats and stuff, too. Okay, uh, hey, Charlie. Maybe you open door to Cathedral. You tell me, I don't know, cross in there or other things? Okay. <laughs> I look at the door. What is the structural integrity of this door? Are you wanting to step out of the like walled area onto the porch section and go through the front doors, or are you going up the wall to enter through the stay, stay oh. inside the garden and the door? There's two doors. I gave you two options, and then nobody took them. Charlie is not one to take a second option, for he is very <laughs> unperceptive. Yeah. I will go through the front door. Okay. So you, uh, yeah, you step up and you go uh, to where these um, part doors are. You can see that a big portion of the front of the church has crumbled in on itself. So there's kind of a big pile of rubble um, next to the doors. Um, and you walk up and you see that the front doors have a similar chain and padlock situation on them to what the gate did. Hmm. What is the structural integrity of these doors? Old rotting wood. Hmm. <laughs> Takes foot up. Give me uh, an attack roll. Just like a base, like an unarmed attack. Cool. Can I use athletics? Because uh, it was with feet. No, you can do it as an attack roll. Doors have an AC. Anybody who's played with me on TGN should remember what a base door AC is. Because it's my favorite running joke. Ah, 19. Oh yeah, easily. You just fully like biff through this door. There's a giant gaping hole now. My foot is stuck. Help. 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 I am off balance. Uh, I am falling. Uh, uh, you suddenly oh, find that you're actually not falling because oh. your foot is now stuck in something. Yeah. That is not the door. I cannot move my leg. I am stuck. Help. 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 Oh, jeez. That one starts trying to pull him out. Uh, give me a strength check. This isn't going to go well. May I assist because I am trying to get out? <laughs> you may assist because you are also pulling and trying to get out. That's a good call. Because I, uh, that, yeah, that's a seven. Uh, did Sorry. you do that with, with advantage since you have the help? I did. I did. Okay. Um, Would you rather have my five? No, that's no. I was just I was just confirming. Um, yes. He's he's really he's really caught up in something on the other side of this door. Oh, that seems to have his foot. That must be the spider webs here. As I strike up a torch and go like, let me uh, stick this through the doorway, and I'll stick a torch in the door. <laughs> Uh, roll me a d20 and tell me what you get. 
An eight. An eight. Um, Charlie, you feel your foot start to loosen. You also feel a kind of burning sensation because there's a burning torch kind of wedged in mm. next to your foot. Um, it's not like right on it because, you know, you kind of stick it through and then kind of angle it. To, but um, it's very warm. It is working, Tazertane. It is also doing significant structural damage. However, <laughs> it is loosening. Um, and as uh, you are noticing your foot start to loosen, uh, you all hear just way more skittering noises than you really would like to be hearing in this moment. And I think that's where we're going to take our break. Yes. Nice. Uh, we're going to take a very brief break, just long enough for six people to use six bathrooms. So uh, we'll be back as quickly as possible. Stick around and find out if they can get out of this sticky situation. Uh, I too am a joke <laughs> robot. Ha 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 Welcome back. We're in the middle of a spooky, haunted uh, investigation where our incredibly adept and highly experienced adventurers are currently helping their robotic friend who is stuck in a door as they hear horrifying skittering noises uh, coming up and over. And suddenly you look and see pouring out of all of the holes and crevices around you on the ruined face of this cathedral just so many spiders like i cannot explain to you how many spiders you see just swarming down these walls and if that wasn't eerie and concerning enough you then see legs of a much much larger spider popping up and out of this like hole above the broken rubble uh, Astrotane, is nice spider or, or uh, bad spider? I hope we all have wands of fireball. Uh, and that uh, very, very big spider seems to look down at you and uh, spins itself around and slings uh, some webbing directly at uh, Atwood, who is attempting to help Charlie. Uh oh. What is your AC? 13. Uh, you look at this and you just splat, smack right in the chest as you are hit with this webbing. Uh, I'm going to need yeah. you to uh, mark yourself as restrained. Beans. Uh, and on as an action on your turn you can make a strength check to attempt to get out of this unless one of your party members comes up with a more creative solution before we get to you um and that's gonna bring us to tazertane he's so worried um, about that spider I, yes i'm just <laughs> looking about what i can no, do that's fine. and atwood you're on deck uh i will uh <laughs> 
I will throw the uh, torch in there. Okay. You're just going to fling like inside the, through yeah, the hole? Try and find yeah. the, the most combustible area. <laughs> Great. Um, high or low? Uh, high. Okay. Uh, yeah, you fling it in there and um, Charlie, you can feel heat. So something's on fire in there. Mm. That's all you guys got right now, really. Then I'll back away from the uh, from the from, from the, the horrifying uh, hordes of spiders. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Cool. That's gonna bring us to Atwood with Vlad on deck. Cool. Um, Atwood, I guess, is going to struggle. She's got a dagger on her somewhere, so she's gonna be like grappling to reach it, and if she can like try and bust herself out of whatever this restraint is while she's kind of like maneuvering. Cool. Uh, let's get that strength check. Cool. Let's try a different friend. Different friend threw itself on the ground. <laughs> different friend Boy, is not going to be here. Different friend didn't want to take this hit because that's a big old four. Yeah, you're you're pretty tightly encased in this stuff. It's very goopy. It's not pleasant. Superb. Um. Cool. And Wait, that's... did Atwood try to get the dagger or try to use the dagger? Try. She's trying, trying to get grab to my it. dagger. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um. Yeah. You're kind of just stuck. Um. Have fun with that. And Thank that's you. gonna bring us to Vlad with Gus on deck. Uh. Yeah. Vlad will first say to the spider, "Hey, spider. We don't know if you're a nice guy or not. So maybe just don't uh shoot web at us." And then uh, he will use Mage Hand. He, he saw what Atwood was trying to do. And so he's going to use Mage Hand, cast Mage Hand to grab the dagger. Um, yeah, okay. I'll say you can. You it's can... a light. Yeah, look, at it. it's less than 10 pounds. <laughs> I was more thinking about, like, is the web so wrapped around that you would have to break through the web to get to the dagger? But I'm going to give this to you because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and uh, I don't know if that can be all an action of bringing the dagger out and trying to cut through web. Um, your action will be casting Mage Hand and grabbing the dagger. Okay. So. Uh, okay, well, but at least grabbing, and maybe by grabbing it out, like, it's within an easier reach yeah, for Apple. You've, you've, I, I would say that you can, like, have your Mage Hand put it near her hand where she can grab it. Okay. Her next turn if she wants to. Yeah, okay. Yeah, here at Atwood, I uh, got dagger for you. Gotcha. But again, you can be nice. You can be a good spider. It's not too late. We're just going to convince everything in this haunt cathedral to be the goodest boy. That's how we're going to get out of this situation. Um, and that's going to bring us to Gus with Charlie on deck. Uh, okay, I changed my plan because that was a very good solution, Vlad. Um, <laughs> Gus walks up to uh, to to charlie and kind of just like looks around underneath his leg that's stuck and there you go and he taps his leg and i cast um enhance ability uh or bulls for bull strength oh. which will uh give you advantage on strength checks and your carrying capacity is doubled nice. okay very nice. Um, do you want to do anything else? Use any movement? 
Any um, bonus action? No, fun. actually, yes. I'll and then I'll move towards Atwood and like just start assessing their situation. <laughs> cool. Yeah, they're all kind of everybody's kind of clustered right up on there. Cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, <clears throat> this is enough time for the uh, first wave of the tiny spiders to make it to you guys. So I'm gonna need Charlie. Atwood and Gus. Are you making? No, you don't need to make saves for this. Great. That's just going to be on me. Who boy, howdy. Cool, 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 cool. Um, uh, Charlie, you are going to take uh, 20 points of damage as you get the brunt of these spiders swarming oh. down your leg and then crawling all over your body. Uh, Atwood and Gus, you are each going to take 10. Oh, jeez. And then the back left says, I don't think they are good spiders. Wait, was that like <laughs> just like a trap or like what, what the you're being Wait, attacked what? by a swarm of spiders. I think you and they maybe, maybe rolled really, exact. really well. Oh, okay. They got past AC 16? Yeah. Damn. Because they, okay. they nat 20 Oh, shit. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, they, they rolled really, really well. Also, I uh, apologize. Gus, uh, you do not hit. I misread your... your uh, you are fine. You do not take damage. Oh, okay, great. I misread your AC. My bad. I know how to do math, guys. Um... Cool. That's going to bring us back up to Big Boy. Uh, oh, my turn or not? Oh, I'm sorry. That brings us to yeah, you. Cool. Um, I apologize. Charlie is going to uh, flip out their uh, hand to be the hammer. Mm -hmm. Almost like a nice little punchy piston. And as a bonus action, it is going to use Fighting Spirit to give uh, one self-advantage on weapon attack rolls until end of current turn, and give yourself five temporary hit points. Um, because cool. flavor-wise, nothing else works, so I was like, Samurai, what the hell not? Uh, I liked where you were going with it. It made a lot of sense, so. So with that advantage, it's just going to go and start smushing the small spiders. <laughs> Smash spiders. So okay. that's with one leg still in the door, just going to like squish, squish, squish with advantage. Yeah. Um, good because that's a one, and this one's an eleven plus six, so that is seventeen. That will hit. Cool, and because it's a light hammer, that is also a one, so that is a five. Okay, you squash some. Um, and that will bring us now to my big boy, who is uh, going to see if they get any more webbing, and then we'll skitter down uh, towards fo following the smaller swarm, uh, and is going to... Who are you going to go after? That's unfortunate. Um is going to go after uh, one of these uh, restrained folks and is going to try to bite Atwood. Yeah. 
and is going to miss in the most embarrassing way possible. <laughs> That's depressing. That's pretty bad. Because you can't even move. Yeah, no, tries to bite yeah. you, just fully whiffs it. Miscalculated oh. how small you are compared to it. It's big. It's very big. Maybe um, it's good spider trying to give hug instead. Uh, and that's going to bring us <laughs> to Tazertain with Atwood on deck. I wonder what will happen if it bites you, Vlad. Uh, and then I will... Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to shoot off two soul knives at the big boy. Yeah, so, get it. So a regular and a bonus action. Is it? Is it? Is and it's near somebody, right? Yes. It's threatened. Yeah, get that sweet, sweet additional damage. Yeah. All right, so that's twenty-six <clears throat> and the ten. So twenty-six uh, probably hits. Twenty-six definitely hits. Ten will miss. All right. Well, that's still gonna be three d six. Thank you. Sneak attack damage. Fight, oh. fight, fight. Nine, 13 plus five, 18 points of damage. Holy snap. Uh, yeah, you take a big chunk out of the big boy. Uh, anything else you'd like to do? Uh, that's it. Just stay away out of melee range. <laughs> Shock. You don't want to get real close and hug the spider? <laughs> so good at hugs. Uh, I, could, I could have got armor, but I decided against it. Classic. That's going to bring us to Atwood with Vlad on deck. Uh, for clarification, I am just restrained around the torso. My face is free. Your face is free, and you probably have, like, you could maybe get, like, a tiny bit of movement, but you can't really, like, run away. But yeah. That's fine. Um, she is going to, for her action, since she has her dagger now, kind of start, like, cutting away at spiderweb stuff and uh, since she has uh, the ability to speak uh, she would like to cast bardic inspiration upon let's go with Gus <laughs> on the cat um <laughs> <laughs> Um, cool. Go ahead and give me an a, like a dagger attack roll for cutting the web. Great. So I think that'll be the easiest way to calculate this. Okay, so uh, the hit, I guess, is going to be a nine. Okay. Um, Your knife is real gummed up. You are yeah. not making a lot of progress. Yeah. Like you feel like you could, you're almost there. It's not really doing anything right now. It's frustrating. Um, you got a real bad Gus, angle. Do a good job. <laughs> yeah. Guess uh, she tells you have fun, do a good job, and you feel somewhat inspired. <laughs> Very <laughs> weird. And that's gonna bring us to Vlad with Gus on deck. Oh, spider, I don't think you're being so good. So yeah. So. Um... Vlad is going. <laughs> Not quite sure what to cast because this thing. I'm gonna start what? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I, I try cast this. Uh, you might not have effect. Uh, I'm gonna try to cast Ray of Sickness and see how it does with poison uh, damage. Okay. 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 Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Oh, what do I have? Oh, dirty twenty. Will hit. Okay. Let's find my eights here. For eleven points of damage. Um, the big spider like shudders and kind of just like explodes into a bunch of goo. Just got legs and like. Oh. That would you are even more sticky and gross now, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> Charlie, you get a little bit of that too on you. Oh no. Okay, little spider, see what uh, just happened to mommy. <laughs> That's morbid. Uh, the little spider, that apparently scared them because the little spiders um, are kind of still kind of swarming over the, the three of you who are closer and they don't hit any of you. Because I rolled real bad. Um, they're clearly scared now of all of you. Uh, that brings us to Gus. Uh, Gus will pull out his dagger that he has is very uncomfortable holding because he never pulls it out and just starts to try and cut at the webs around Atwood as well. Cool. Uh, give me a dagger attack. <clears throat> okay. I'm just, uh, I'm going to hold on to this part of inspiration. So never mind that. Oh, God. A nine. You're also real gummed up. Like, you feel like you're almost there, but it's just something about these webs is particularly weird. Maybe it's because the big spider just exploded all over and that's scooping up the works. Who knows? Uh, let's go bring us to Charlie. Okay. Um, Charlie, seeing the situation that is going on. Okay. <clears throat> Gonna flip out the hammer for an axe, a little hand axe. And it's just, just going to try and cut the um, Atwood free from the web. Give me that attack roll. <laughs> the AC of a spider whip is not high, guys. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> you, uh... <laughs> uh <laughs> and now I was stuck on two angles. Uh, at, I was going to say Atwood. <laughs> Odds or evens? Yeah. Oh, farts. Evens? Evens. Whoopi did not like arm at wood. Um, Charlie is trying really hard to help <laughs> yeah. you. He misses, he fully misses uh, all the spider webs, but he does nick you in the leg and you're going to take uh, two damage. Stellar. <clears throat> sorry, sorry. I was trying to reach, but leg is stuck also. Perhaps I should help oneself before trying to help others. Perhaps. <laughs> That's going to bring us back to Tazertain. Uh, I, I have to take make sure that I'm a good distance away from Atwood. Sorry, I've got to throw these at you as I throw two psychic uh -oh. blades. Uh -oh. I... And you roll in that one. <laughs> we'll see. Honestly. Uh, it's much better than my melee attack. All right, so first one is a 19, and the next one's a nat 20. Both of those bonus. will hit the web and not at what? <laughs> uh, did I, did I sneak attack the web? 
Um, and I will, I will say, because you're spending both of your attacks on this, that I'm going to give you essentially like cleave rules of letting the extra damage carry over into the spider swarm since she is covered in spiders. Ugh. All right. Well, it's only um, six, ten damage. Ten damage. Well, that's fine because webs also don't have a lot of HP. Uh, Atwood, you are now free as finally something manages to slice through this goopy, goopy <laughs> web um, and a bunch of the plops onto the tiny spiders and kind of smashes a few of them in the process. Uh, and that's going to bring us to Atwood. It is your turn. You are free to go to town with Vlad on deck. Uh is unprepared surprisingly um so i am still kind of covered in spiders or oh yeah you guys are you gus and charlie are just fully engulfed in this massive swarm of tiny spiders perfect hate that uh we are going to this mm? Yeah, okay, so um, she is going to cast Shatter, which um, will cause a sudden loud ringing noise, and everything in a 10-foot radius uh, is going to have to make a constitution saving throw in order to not be affected by that. Right, that's going to be everything except, uh, I think, except Tezretain and Vlad, so... Sorry, oh, y'all. So okay. nice knowing you, robot. <laughs> yep, cool. So, uh, con save, you said? Yes. Charlie's taking more damage than from friends than foes. Same. I'm just Are remembering that one, one time that this killed my uh, this killed my paladin from friendly fire. So, yep. Okay, so that's a nat one for Charlie. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. I'll find my worst dice. Hey, Charlie, <laughs> let me nine. download your consciousness first. <laughs> and that's a nine for Gus. What is the what was the DC? The DC is twelve. Okay, I just want to confirm while I, I do. I literally have to roll a seven. Wow. 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 You know, it's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, how's that sweet sweet damage? Um, it's uh, actually not terrible. You guys are taking uh, seven damage if you are um, if you failed and uh, three, three damage, four damage, three damage, three. half, half. <laughs> oh yeah, I told you I got my bad dice out just in case. Just for you. <laughs> I uh, assumed uh, spiders wouldn't do great. So. Um, the spiders did, in fact, do very poorly. Yeah. Weirdly, they don't have a lot of constitution because they are tiny bugs. Um, yeah, you see a bunch more uh, spiders smash and some of them start kind of scurrying off of you guys. There is a very loud, sharp, unpleasant sound. Um, and then it is actually followed by you hear some shouting coming from like off on the other side of the building. Like kind of back the direction you came from, like somewhere in the garden, maybe, or in one of those buildings. Can we make like a, out what the shouting is? It's kind of just as like a like ah, like almost like a surprised 
like something the else heard back. the sound. <laughs> um, <laughs> he saw the hole that Charlie dug, and uh, <laughs> so perceptive this whole crew. Um, and that's gonna bring us to Vlad with Gus on deck. Uh, okay, so where are the tiny spiders? Everywhere. Okay. Wow. Mostly on your friends or your <laughs> your party members. I won't use the the f word. I don't know if we're at that point yet. <laughs> well, we've okay. bonded. Uh, don't worry, Gus. I got this. And <laughs> no, Vlad is gonna um, cast Mage Hand and just try to like sw- like smash the spiders on Gus. <laughs> Mage Hand attack. Oh, can it? Can it not? Oh, wait, here's the thing. Oh, no, can't the hand can't attack. That's true, that's true. true. I mean, you can still smack him. I'm just, you're not going to be able to do anything. <laughs> no, 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 no. You'll just offend Gus. It might, it might be too hard to give. Shake him off. It might be too, yeah, that's true. No, I can't attack, unfortunately. Um, if you want to try to, like, scoop up a handful of spiders, I'll let you do that, but I don't know what you're going to do with them yeah. after that. <laughs> oh, let's see. <laughs> Okay, okay. What am I gonna do? I don't have good like area. Um okay. Oh well I have my torch. Maybe I'll just uh light my torch and kind of make my way towards my friends and see if like the just the fire scares scares off these little spideries. All right. Uh, yeah, you start advancing with your torch, and that'll bring us to Gus. Um, okay, where, okay, sorry, I, I feel like you just answered this, but where are the spiders exactly? Everywhere. Everywhere. So it's a swarm of spiders that has flooded out of the building, and they are now all over you, Atwood, and Charlie, and kind of around your feet. And, okay. Uh, yeah. G- great. I, I am going to cast acid splash um creature in range within the same spell as long as okay no i'm just gonna cast uh acid splash and so uh hurl a bubble of acid choose one or two creatures you can see within range if you choose two they must be within five feet of each other target must succeed on dexterity saving throw so i'm just gonna like just fling it into the mess up in my hand and fling it into the just into the you know Yep. Uh, is that a that's a save for me, Dex? Mm-hmm. You said. Yep. Um, surprisingly, spiders are in fact dexterous. So. So they uh, be a thirteen. They be at a thirteen. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Um, let's see. Uh, a bunch of them do seem to be kind of receding a little bit from the fire as it's getting closer um but some of them are still going to attempt to bite you guys let's can anybody hit anything uh gus you get uh bitten you are now going to take that uh that 10 damage that i thought you were going to take earlier Uh uh-huh um and yeah and that's going to bring us to Charlie. Your that foot is, is still in the door. You're still covered in spiders. 
covered in spiders and is gonna take the uh the, the hammer and just gonna piston smash everything as much as I can. Push squash. Okay. That's a huh, that's better. That's a 25. I was gonna say, I swear to god, if you roll another nat one. <laughs> um that will hit. Give me some right. demolish. And, whoop. Another one though on the damage, so that's a five total. <laughs> squish, 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 squish. Yeah, you're you're making some headway. Um, big boy's down, so that brings us to Tazertain. I'll just uh, you know throw some more psychic knives. Psychic at, knives at spiders. Ugh. That was not great. Uh, that is a 12 and a 16 on the bonus. Both will hit. Ooh. Did I sneak attack by any chance? Uh, yeah. It is impossible not to sneak attack. <laughs> your friends are covered in bugs. Excellent. Just like using your psychic knives to like carefully cut down. It's like they won't notice me. <laughs> uh, so Precision psychic seven, surgery. 17, 22. Sorry, uh, 24. Um, yeah, with that, uh, between your knives and the advancing fire, these spiders, just a bunch of them destroyed, and the rest scatter and flee. You're out of combat. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that <clears throat> really hurt as Charlie, like, reaches in between some, like, crevices and just pulls out some dead spiders as it's you know Tazit, we gave you bad stuck? time about asking about good or bad spiders but turns out it was a good question it, you know what even the small ones were bad hmm. Hmm. okay well um hmm yeah uh should we look inside uh, Wait, which uh, direction do the spiders uh, go? <laughs> I'm gonna, they're I'm, just going. I'm gonna this way. go on the inside and push. Uh, is your is your leg still in? Or his leg you... is still in the. I'm door. gonna go push his leg out. Okay, um, uh, how are you getting in? Because the doors are like chained together and locked, and currently hmm. the only opening is the place where he kicked out and his leg got stuck. Gotcha. Well, I will then attempt to pick the lock, of course. Okay. Oh yeah, go for that. Probably should have started with that one, to be perfectly honest. Ooh, what? Uh, Atwood's gonna can slowly excavate now that she's got her dagger out. Slowly excavate the foot. Um, Four, yeah. Uh, four, Fourteen lock. Fourteen lock. Unfortunately. Um, um, you know what? Hold on, because I think that I can. Let me just look real quick. I think I can actually use a psychic die to add a d6. What? Um, uh, Atwood, go ahead and give me, uh, like an, like an attack roll, just like a basic dagger attack roll to see how long it takes you to <laughs> excavate the foot. I just rolled really well now that we're out of combat. Oh yeah, um, obviously. Yeah. Hold, hold that thought. Let me get to my. So 19 on the lockpick. Pops right open like butter in your hand. <laughs> All right. And uh, pull the chains apart. Dirty 20. Great. So basically, 
Uh, this all kind of happens simultaneously. You pull the chains out and go to open the door that's next to them, uh, right as Atwood sort of like sticks her dagger in and just takes a whole nother, like just the act of sticking the dagger in, like takes a whole nother chunk out of this fairly rotten door, uh, easily allowing Charlie to pull his foot out. You open the door and you can see uh, the uh, like uh, 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 uh. cindery drag remains of what was once a very massive web that covered the entire narthex of the church that you set on fire with that torch you shoved in earlier and has now burned away uh revealing the inside of what was once probably a very beautiful cathedral and is now um really just falling apart like a lot um there's yes yeah so now that that's open um i doubt I doubt that's where our elf friend went. So perhaps oh. we try the other door. Let's waste the time then. Okay. Uh, how is everyone feeling, by the way? Oh, fantastic. Thank you for asking. Not great. I do not feel the most <clears throat> optimum. <laughs> okay. We have any remedy for that? Maybe we check infirmary. We Maybe we could take an hour. Chill out. Mm. I check infirmary, maybe see a healing potion in there. It's worth a shot. Okay, um, also because I hear scream from back there, so maybe make sure it's not Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way. <laughs> also... Well, I hear a scream pretty normal. It's one of the four S's. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> Are you guys going to the infirmary? Yes. Unless anybody has healing. <laughs> I mean, I have a little bit. Um, I got none. I... Zilch. Uh, Okay. Mine's about spell slots. Might be, um, yeah, might be a good idea. Check infirmary. Um, yeah, I think we should do that. Meanwhile, I don't have any mass healing anything, which is truly tragic. I have. Uh, I can use cure 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 wounds. Cure wounds. Mm-hmm. Um, cure wounds and healing word. Uh, for uh the frailest among us, of which I believe I am one of them. <laughs> So you make your way toward the infirmary. Yeah. Uh, heading back through the, the little pathway you came through back into the garden. Um, uh, you guys see that the door, like the door that would lead you into the kitchen um, is like cracked open. You see that little bit of light turning through and you can kind of see one of the heads of one of the dogs sort of like poked out. Like he's like looking, kind of like looking around kind of glances over at you guys and then just kind of like ducks back in, lets the door fall shut. Um, and you guys head to the infirmary. Uh, the door is not locked. You open it up. Uh, this space looks like somebody's been through stuff in here. Like it looks like at some point somebody kind of like rummaged through, like cabinets are open, trunks are open the the cots kind of look like maybe they were slept on at some point um stuff is just a little more in disarray than in the mostly untouched refectory um can i get some investigation checks 
13. Six. 15. 21. Okay. Uh, you guys start kind of doing what somebody before you seemingly also did and just kind of pawing through stuff, trying to see if there's anything useful in here. Um, <clears throat> to look at what I've got. Yeah. Um, uh, Gus, you're going through a cabinet and you find what looks like a pretty intact healer's kit um, in one of the cabinets. Uh, Tazertain, you're, uh, you kind of like knock into the side of a box and you hear the sort of like clinking rattle of glass. You dig in, you find uh, a bunch of empty vials, but you also find uh, one healing potion. And then Atwood, as you're making your way over, you see what looks like a pile of kind of like bed sheets, bed clothes, whatever that were kind of thrown in the corner, like the laundry pile. You're, uh, you're rummaging around in it and you uncover what seems to be an untouched crate. And when you open it up, you find three potions of healing and two potions of greater healing. Amazing. <laughs> Drinks on me. <laughs> That's funny, because I cannot drink. Ha ha, ha ha. We saw you drink earlier. You drank water. Oh no, I just store it and then finds a glass and then just like... It is filtered. <sighs> Oh, soda stream, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't taste like the real Gus, thing. It's a utility Gus robot. Gus over to Atwood and just looks at the potion and looks at Atwood and looks at the potion and looks at Atwood and doesn't say anything. She's just got a bunch of potions. Like, would you like one? Yeah, I mean, if you're sharing, if you're sharing. I, I definitely don't need all of these for like myself. I don't. I don't even know if these are going to work on. Uh, and you will very selfishly grab one of the the greater the greater healing potions. Yeah. <laughs> totes, totes. Uh, which is uh, uh, forty-four plus four. Forty-four plus four. Thank you. I'll take one of the regs. Hey yo. Player James is like I'm not that dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Not once, please. Not once. <laughs> Aye, six plus two, so. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, you guys all have a nice little drink. <clears throat> Chill out for a second. Um, can I also go ahead and get some perception checks while you're in here? Just Seven. taking a breather. Seven. Twelve. Twelve. Sixteen. Seven. No, ten. Sorry. That's a big old one for me. My head is face first in that potion. You are uh, shotgunning a potion mm -hmm. as fast as you can. Uh, 100%. Uh, you have to be real careful because if you're not, the glass shards get in your mouth, but it's still worth it because it looks very cool. Um, uh, Vlad, you hear uh, a bunch of like murmuring, like like quiet talking coming from the next connected room. Which would be the big like corner, like the two-story corner building. Okay. Oh, hey guys, I think we've got uh, guests in next next building. Are they like the dogs? For if they are guests, okay, I'll ask. Me. I'll knock. Hey, in there, are you not uh, 
mean dogs are you or or spider <laughs> i'm i'm gonna ready in action while this is happening to uh <laughs> throw knives at any ghosts that come through the door good thing you got the knife ghost pack yeah. um right, do, does does Vlad get a response I had to roll. Okay. I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to like look at a stat block, which I do have. I just can't find it. There it is. That's the one I'm looking for. Do they? Yes. Great. Um, you guys, and uh, you hear the murmuring get quiet, like like the talking stops, and you then just get kind of back quiet, like, who's there? Who are you? Well, I am Vlad. I am just total normal human, just investigating here. And uh, I have uh, I have uh, fellow adventurers with me. And a carpenter. Adventurers. And carpenter slash soda stream robot. Adventurers, you, uh, adventurers. oh, thank God. Um, and you see, pass through the door, a ghost in like ghostly plate mail with a big fuck off sword strapped to strapped to her back and like the full armor. Uh, Tazatane, you want that knife to go off? No, I don't. I think I'm going to abort. I'm going to abort. Okay. Abort. I, was like, I, I will give you the option of okay, being like, okay. never mind. And then wait, Vlad will say, you look familiar. We meet 200 years ago. I mean, <laughs> last week, I total normal human amount of time. <laughs> Uh, she tips her head and goes, 200, has it, what year is it? What is time? It is 1492. Um, she just tilts her head and goes, so you've, uh, you've also come to, to, to investigate the haunting and, and look for the missing man. Mm-hmm. Ooh. bad news for you <laughs> you may be the one haunting you are ghost <laughs> figure out if uh how aware they are of their <laughs> no. um she <laughs> blinks at you and looks down at her hands and her eyes start to go wide in horror and a second ghost steps through this one in long robes big amulet carrying sort of a ghostly book and like puts a hand on the first ghost's shoulder in that way that ghosts can kind of interact with each other and it's just like all right why don't you and kind of like spins her around and pushes her back through the wall into the other room <laughs> Uh, and and he sort of he sort of looks up and goes it's not your fault this happens a lot that sounds like literal existential crisis (laughs) you are correct that's exactly what an existential crisis is are you well you're not dead so that's a good sign you're all right so far, yes, we we've we vanquished some spiders in the in the cathedral. Oh, oh! Did they come back? Those things were very nasty when we fought them. Quite vicious. Oh, so you not so lucky with spiders then? Oh no, it wasn't the spiders that that got us. It was it was the necromancer. The necromancer. 
Yes, the necromancer. Could you describe this necromancer? About six foot two, long pale hair, pointy ears, probably an elf, assuming an elf. I don't, I mean, I try not to make assumptions about people's appearances, but he definitely read like the really sharp uh, cheekbones. Do they look like this? And Charlie will show up. <laughs> In a sort of vague ephemeral <laughs> sense, sure, yeah, that looks like a person, mm-hmm. and this was also a, mm-hmm. a person. Nasty piece of work. Maybe oh. he's not so good necromancer because you are still dead. I think he's actually an excellent necromancer because we're dead, but we're here. Ah, okay, okay. Uh. So, um... Um, so, um, how long ago did whatever this happen? 63 years? 64 years. Time's a little nebulous. Hmm. Did, uh, did, did, uh, Gisela actually give us a time frame of when this happened? You spoke to Gisela, the sister. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. We. We. She also gave us our our quest. She seemed quite distraught about the whole situation. What I say. She's. Uh... No, uh... I still have signature, even if she's evil. So, Did you yeah, get so... any? weird vibes off of her. Have you seen her since you, you know, started living here? Unliving here? I thought I'd heard her once. Could have been someone... There's a lot going on here. I don't know how long you've been in the building, but there's just all kinds of stuff happening in here. There was an earthquake as well. Oh, Mm -hmm. yes, that happens with great frequency. That's actually one of the nice things about being a ghost is that we don't feel it anymore because we can just sort of float up, which he then proceeds to demonstrate, lifting himself like about a foot off the ground and then kind of resting back down. And others have been joining you in this kind of ghostly state for 60 plus years. Oh, we weren't even the first ones here. When we got here, we also ran into some ghosts of adventurers. There's a lot of us at this point. We sort of have our various corners. Varying degrees of awareness. I think I'm probably the most aware one on the grounds currently. At least that I've talked to of late. A lot of them don't realize they're dead. So they just sort of, you know, that standard like following the pattern of something that they did before. A couple of them have just gone full ghast and it's just the wailing and the horror and the all of that. Does anybody else feel like cannon fodder all of a sudden? Mm, yeah. 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 False pretenses comes to mind. Yes. Yeah. Definitely got that vibe a little too late, unfortunately. But you're still alive, so good for you. Gus, you are a ghost detective, yes? How does this resonate with you? <laughs> no, he's not a he's not a ghost. He's definitely alive. I'm a ghost. He's he's No, more... he is a ghost detective. He detects ghosts and does the detective. Oh, oh I, I oh, yes, I under, I'm sorry. Uh, as as uh, my mother always said, very uh, intelligent, not very wise. Uh, <laughs> Gus is nodding his nodding his head, and uh, and finally he goes, 
I think Tristam is the necromancer. Oh. Thank you, Mm -hmm. Gus. You you cracked this case wide open. (laughs) Don't worry. This is Cardas 4S's sarcasm. Pure pure pride and joy on (laughs) his face. Absolutely missing the mark. And this is not, and we are not the first party to be sent here. The wizard ghost looks you up and down and goes, Ah, sorcerer, I see. (laughs) (laughs) I do not understand. I am sorcerer as well. That's very good for you. So I'm sure your parents are quite proud. Okay, so it it looks that we have two options, uh, fellow adventurers. Um, Continue on and uh, perhaps join the fate of these uh, individuals or leave. Or continue on and destroy the necromancer? End the haunting. Okay. I know my vote doesn't really count, but I would personally love it if you destroyed the necromancer in addition to the fact that it would release our souls and potentially allow us to leave this place. He's kind of a dick. Yeah. Maybe we write a contract with ghosts. How much can ghosts pay? Um, if you go upstairs, you'll find all of our stuff. You can have and obviously we're not using okay, it. There's okay. um, a lot of armor, mostly a lot of basic starting gear, but there's some nice stuff, a couple of silvered weapons, a couple of magical weapons. My spell book is probably up there. Obviously oh. this isn't a real one. Yeah. I just like the aesthetic. It's a little less intimidating when I show up. Um, so there's... Vlad will take back the contract that Charlie has. <laughs> you know, he probably, you know, he'll find the small blank space that's left after the drawing and try to write a new contract with the ghosts. Okay. And uh hand Oh. You cannot maybe sign this. I could um I I could like manifest some exoplasm onto it or something. Would that be good enough? Okay, gross, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm working well, with will, what I've got here. Well, I will put it on the table and step back and <laughs> <laughs> the, exoplasm everywhere. The wizard ghost sort of looks a little bit a little bit embarrassed. Just like I, um, I, you made it want just. This is very embarrassing. I'm so sorry. And then just like, and like this like weird like greenish black bile just sort of like vomits up and then splats onto the paper in like a perfect little like signature squiggle. Oh, hmm. wow, it's useful. Awesome. Nifty. Okay, we have new contracts now. Um, yeah. Would you mind if we maybe like went and looked through some of your stuff before we went? Oh, absolutely. Would you? Uh, yes. Um, why don't you? Um, if you come in, I'll show you the staircase. Please don't mind the others. They'll, as long as you're with me, they they won't bother you. Fantastic. Uh, he just floats through the back through the door. All wizards have wands of fireball, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, I hope all these doors are unlocked. We cannot go through doors. Uh, you go to open the door. It is unlocked. Okay. Um, it takes you into a big room that is full of like chairs and tables with just like this massive stone kind of fire pit in the center. Um, this is the Cal factory where people would warm themselves. It is meant to be the warmest room in the building. 
were the fire going, which it currently is not for obvious reasons. Um, you do see as you come in, there's like a cluster of three other ghosts over the corner. One of them is the the armored woman that you saw who looks a little bit startled at you guys, but sees the wizard with you and it kind of just returns. Uh, and the other two are like a like a big, super burly looking orc dude with a with a giant war hammer and uh, like a halfling that um, just mean mugging you guys the entire time you walk by. <laughs> Uh, and the wizard sort of has drifted to the other side of the room where there is indeed a staircase that takes you up to the second floor uh, where you find a whole bunch of bunk beds. It's the dormitory. Um, things are again in a little bit of rummage disarray similar to the infirmary, like maybe people in the past have been through here. Um, and he floats over. As you're walking by, you see a whole bunch of discarded crap. There's adventuring packs. There's like rope where it's frayed and burned in the middle. There's piles of clothing and armor that have been discarded because they're clearly damaged. Empty potion bottles and stuff. But he drifts you over to a corner and goes, um, I, we were, I guess, one of the more recent groups to make it into this uh, space. And I think he just dumped our stuff here. So uh, yeah, this pile. Go to town. Help yourself. Um, basically, you've got four basic adventuring kits. So anything you want out of there as far as, you know, extra arrows, extra rope, things like that. Um, but additionally, you will find um, collectively amongst the bags, uh, you will get 100 gold and 100 silver. Um, you will find a wizard's spell book that has essentially a spread of all uh, math, first through third level conjuration and evocation spells, and a couple more of the like standard utility. If you have questions about anything specific, let me know. Um, there is a uh, there is a ring that looks very fancy and probably magical. And there is a, an amulet that looks like it is probably a cleric's holy symbol. Um, seems like someone may have tried to do a similar desanctification, like the symbol on the wall had. Uh, that doesn't look like it was particularly successful because this amulet still seems pretty clean. It's just a little nicked up. Mm -hmm. This 4L-1 will basically only have interest in the money. Cool. Hmm. Um, oh, sorry. Additionally, there is... God, I had to scroll past the page break. There is also a plus one sword, a plus one dagger, uh, and two silvered daggers. Amongst uh, the general stuff. Glad we'll walk up and look at the ring. Oh, I love a good accessory. <laughs> Flash is going to slip it on his finger. <laughs> um you just feel real good it's very attractive it also gives you plus one to your ac hey beautiful <laughs> i'll put on the the amulet cool. uh yeah you put on the amulet um and again like there's this like little bit of a sort of warm tingle to it feels you feel like you have a great deal more possession of yourself. You have advantage on charisma saving throws as long as you're wearing the amulet. Uh, Gus will pick up the spellbook, the wizard's spellbook. Cool. 
and start flipping through the pages like he knows what he's reading, but he doesn't really. (laughs) It's definitely magic. um, Yeah. uh, Atwood is going to pick up all of the weapons and offer some of them to Charlie and be like, you want to do this? Hmm. I do not know how to use any of these. Do I just swing at things? Kinda. Do you um, have any, like, thing that can, like, shoot stuff? Like a little, little pump action? (laughs) So you just, you just pop a couple, and she, like, takes the silver daggers, you just pop a couple of those in there, and pew! Hmm. And, like, pulls out the, like, nail gun attachment and be like, I do not know if the daggers will fit in this shooting hole, but I can try. If you want, she slaps a sword on her back and takes the other dagger. The cool. the wizard looks at you, Charlie, and goes, "Well, I think if if you just uh, if you just unscrew that panel right there, you could probably just load them from underneath. They should slide through. They're pretty narrow. They that are, but work. these are. And we'll just open that panel and like comes out like uh, God, what is it? <laughs> a little magazine of the nail guns. And there's only one left on the chain or on the thing. And he like tosses that away and then takes out the other." <laughs> pack of of nails into the thing and just you hear like a as it just like wraps around into its arm as he pops it in yeah i do not think it will fit in there that is quite an impressive advancement in technology since the last time i saw one of your kind fascinating one of my or not one my creator is very ingenuitive and will actually tap the little urn that he's been holding on the side of his couch wizard just sort of nods like oh yes oh. I see. well um, by death. <laughs> <laughs> well um I'll, I'll take a silver dagger if that's oh fine. would you like this silver dagger oh there was two i'll take the other yes, one yes there are two Atwood has the other one here you may have it oh there's a plus there's, one dagger. here to be armed there is a plus one there was a plus one dagger and two silvered daggers, so we can each get a dagger. Yeah. I took the normie. Yeah. Oh, I you do not take... appear to be armed, Hazertane, so that way you can protect yourself. I do not know how you have survived this long, but hopefully with a dagger you will be able to survive. Well, because he hides. I see it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That is smart. You know, I will take other silver dagger. I mean, sometimes I run into things I don't like that also don't like silver. I mean, you know, normal things that humans would run into. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So with yourselves thus equipped, um, uh, the wizard sort of looks you over and goes, "Uh, is is there anything else I can help you with? Instructions I can give? Anything else you're looking for um i can i i can't get you into where the necromancer is but i can tell you how we got there at the yes. very least okay. if you can point us to our quarry so we may assassinate him and get all the money yes good well we found a secret staircase into the catacombs under the altar in the main cathedral you might have to sort of if uh, if, you, uh, if you have the ability to knock that'll open it that's how i did it but you can also just sort of shove it out of the way you look pretty strong you could probably just shove it out of the way pointing at gus um <laughs> and uh uh yeah so that's um uh probably be 
sort of quiet when you go in there. The little the little cat rat monsters like to try to nip your ankles and they're very nasty. If you hit one of them, they multiply into more of them. Horrible little creatures. Um, oh. um, is, it, also- is it specific types of damage that split them or any damage? You know, didn't really take a lot of notes at the time. I just noticed that we kept hitting them and then there kept being more of them. Uh, Hit with a weapon? I mean, weapons, magic. Uh, It didn't always happen, but it happened a lot. Mm. Like, more than it should have, because they should have just died, right? Because they're just these little, like, like cats with, like, creepy goblin smiles. They're really awful. Okay. Maybe they could uh, take a nap as well. Um, well, you should be able to avoid... So if you cut through the garden, you go up through the east transept, and you just stay really quiet in the cathedral, you can probably avoid... Um, you'll avoid the screaming woman, you'll avoid the uh, the bats, which are just kind of unpleasant. They're not... They're, they're perfectly normal bats. Um, the will-o'-wisps always stay in the graveyard. So, um, yes, just... Uh, and uh, just when you move the altar, move quickly, because sometimes other things come to life and hit you. Very great. Uh, I, let's let's move quickly, quietly, and try and kill this necromancer. And follow those instructions to AT. Yes, very good. Sorry I can't help anymore, but you know, I'm sort of incorporeal. Frankly, You've I'm impressed great. that I have remained this much of myself for this long, but you know, sometimes... The odds are just well in your favor in the grand dice roll of creation, as it were. Okay, let's go kill Necromancer. Have fun. Good luck. Uh, And uh, if you don't succeed, I'll see you shortly. Okay, good. We should hurry, because Vlad said they are sensitive to sunlight, and it appears that sunlight will be here in about 35 minutes. Oh, no, okay, yeah, well, uh, so let's get this done before that, because I still need time to get back home, too. To what? Okay. Uh, you guys, make your way. I assume you are following the wizard ghost's instructions on how to yes. get to the chapel. Yes. Yeah, you're able to slip through. The door to the east transept is unlocked. Um, you're able to push in. Let's get some stealth rolls. Since you say you're following the instructions of the ghost, I'm going to assume you're trying to be a stealthy. Oh, yikes. 24. 13. Huh? 15. How badly did these guys do? Oh boy, howdy. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys pop in through the east transept and you're looking basically you've come in from like the sides. You're seeing um you can look across into the there's a there's a mirroring section across on the other side of the main portion of the cathedral. Um and as you kind of slide in, peek up and peer to your right. You can see the altar. Sure enough, it's sitting right there. Um, you can see on the far back wall behind and up kind of above the altar, another one of these like uh, sigils that's been like fully wrecked and kind of disrupted um, that probably helped provide part of the protection ward on the space. You also, because you're moving 
mostly quietly, um, you do actually see a couple of these weird little, like, creepy feral cat things, like, race by, like, under the pews or something, but they don't, they don't seem to notice you. Um, what is more concerning is that as you're moving through and, uh, uh, Vlad, you kind of, like, go to, like, lean to like reach around and look around a corner or something you put your hand on like one of these big candelabras and you just feel it sort of wrap itself around your wrist oh that is concerning uh guys uh i have been trapped by candle thing here hmm Atwood is going to go over and try and manhandle it off. Or where will handle it off? Uh, give me a strength check. Ten. Ten. Double um, digits. You, you kind of, you get the drop on the candelabra and you're able to just kind of like sneak up uh, and you actually wrench the like what would it be called prong arm whatever that has kind of closed off you're able to kind of just like wrench it off of the rest of the base at which point you see the rest of the base start to kind of like almost like it's like strange like it's waking up or something Uh-oh. start to move uh, am i free is glad free from the candelabra you still have a piece of it wrapped around you but you are not attached to it anymore okay go back away Beat over to the altar. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, you dash over to the altar. You can hear more sort of like scraping and weird kind of metallic noises coming from the opposite side as okay. well. We listen and say we know we don't waste time, remember? Push it open. Cool. Give me a strength check. And how oh, long does enhanceability just... last for? An hour. Oh, hell yeah. Still got that Ooh. advantage? Yes. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll say that you're still within the hour. You're not actually as close to dawn as you think you are, but Vlad doesn't have to know that. Uh, so straight up strength? Uh, strength check, yeah. Okay, cool. That will be a 23. Oh, yeah. This is not that hard for you. You just walk, you kind of glance down, you can see the scrape marks on the floor, and you're like, oh, like this, and just fully scoot it. And yeah, sure enough, big old hole in the floor, stone staircase descending down. Quickly, let us descend before the candelabras and those Cheshire feral cats come after us. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, let's go. Uh, once, uh, once we're down there, I'm going. Uh, I'll be, I'll be right with you guys. I'm just going to be invisible, and I'm going to turn invisible. Yeah. Cool. That's what he disappears. I'm going. If ah, uh, you know what? Fuck okay. it. Charlie is going to close <laughs> the top of it as everybody gets in. Sure. If possible. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you have that one. You were able to move it so easily. I'll say you can kind of just lift it and scooch it. Yeah, you guys are now in the catacombs. It's dark down here. Like, uh, I, full dark. I will, I will dark immediately dark cast dark light have dark on, on, on uh, Charlie again. Uh, it's no longer dark in here as Charlie lights up. I do not know how this feature works. I will figure it out someday. Um, excellent. 
I'm uh, going to sneak ahead as far away from that light as I can. Go for it. Uh, go ahead and give me a, uh, a sneak, and then also give me a perception. Oh, uh-oh. Uh, sneak is 12. Okay. Ugh, perception is 8. Uh, oh. Not I proficient. die an invisible, horrible death. <laughs> I was going to say, this thing is not proficient in Ooh, perception. Wait, I have advantage because I'm invisible? Uh, yes. On the stealth? Yes. Uh, 16. Okay, okay. Um, great. Uh, yeah, you're you're creeping along. You get far ahead. You still know where they are. They're about, you know, 30, 40 feet behind you um, because you can see the glow kind of cast from the edge. Um, what you don't see is uh, what's in front of you as you kind of come around a curve and you trip a little bit. You're able to steady yourself. It doesn't make noise per se, but you kind of catch your foot against the thing you didn't see, which you look down and uh, see a skeleton. And then you look around and you see a lot more skeletons. There's a bunch on the floor. There's some in like niches in the walls. There are clear sections that are these niches that are closed up. And then there are some that look like they have been opened probably by force. Um, everything seems kind of uh, scattered and in disarray. Not like uh, proper burials were really happening and, after a and, certain point. And they're not moving? Nope, nothing's moving. Um, I'll wait the, for the group. Yeah, rest of the group, you all when, uh, round the corner and... Uh, yeah, when... And actually, he didn't say anything, but as soon as Tazachain disappeared and uh, Vlad will have cast the invisibility so that Vlad could keep an eye on <laughs> Tazachain. Um, just, you know, make sure friends not getting into trouble. Uh, that's beautiful. So as you guys are walking along, uh, you see um, Tazachain, like, kind of stumble and then stop like right as he's rounding a corner or vlad sees that right? yes that's yes <laughs> vlad sees that oh okay so we catch up yeah because he's waiting for you uh yeah you're on the corner and as this light casts in you see so many skeletons oh. just very many um looks like uh, looks like cousin's place let's get a quick round of perception checks perceived in this Ooh, space yet. 17. 17? 11. 7. 12. Okay. Um, CH-4L or-1, you uh, are the first one to kind of put it together and then everybody else sort of gradually notices and maybe if you point it out uh, that the skeletons that are tucked in the little niches alongside all seem much older. Like, they're much more uh, desiccated, dried out. The clothing styles are much older and mostly seem to be kind of like clerical robes and stuff. The skeletons on the ground are mostly unclothed, but the ones that do have little bits of clothing and armor look much newer and much more like you're seeing things like armor. You're seeing mage's robes. You're seeing, you know, an occasional like broken dagger hilt here or a, like a snapped staff there. Those look more like adventurers' bodies. I believe this is where some of our ghostly friends have perished. 
Uh, you also spot, had to double check if it was in this space, and it is. Um, you also spot that, like, in these niches, again, most of them look a lot older. They look very clerical. There is one that sticks out and looks very different because its robes are all very, very pale and they're much cleaner. It's in one of the further niches, kind of toward the far end of this space. And is it a skeleton or is it a... You can't really see. It almost looks more like it's shrouded. Like mm. wrapped and shrouded over the face. That one looks different and points over to the pale one. Hmm. Maybe I should ask it if it has seen Trisham. Oh, yeah. Or maybe, maybe we try this. And then Black uh, <laughs> wants to shoot a crossbow. <laughs> yeah. Uh it it is definitely less than sixty feet away and you can certainly shoot a crossbow bolt at Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm just gonna soul knife. Yeah, go for it. So we're all gonna just shoot at it. Just go for it. (laughs) Twenty five and twenty one. Those will both hit. Mine will only be at thirteen. That will also hit. Okay. Is it a sneak attack? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys were stealthy enough. Need to roll damage? <laughs> Ten, 19 total points of damage. Psychic. And then seven piercing. Oh, you guys fling. You just Oops. as everything uh, goes, Thank your you. invisibility drops, Tezzerlin. Um, yep. And these knives like shoot in these psychic knives shoot in this crossbow bolt sticks in and basically what happens is the thing sort of like reacts with the impact of the hit and then it's perfectly still in its little niche okay okay everything's fine then Mm. nothing to see here Is there any other um, exits and entrances, or is it closed uh, off? You can see up uh, kind of in the direction where that is. It looks like this This kind of like widens into this larger space, and then it kind of curves. Just kind of a curve around into like another little bit of a tunnel or something. Alrighty. Shall we continue? Maybe we should just destroy the skeletons in the alcoves one by one. Understood. At which point, um, takes one of the hands and like kind of like sl- slides it into like the um, hip socket area and just pulls out a, which is essentially a sledgehammer. And <laughs> shall I go? Uh, yes. Are you attempting to do this stealthily or are you guys just going to smash all of the skeletons in this room with reckless abandon? Mm, I don't know how we- your directive. I don't think we can stealthily smash skeletons. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm willing to let you try. It'll just take longer. But it's clearly a trap. There are dead adventurers <laughs> in the in the middle of the room. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh... I await your directive. Let's 
smash. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna shoot at a regular skeleton in an alcove. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna make you guys roll for this because there are a bunch of inanimate skeletons currently, and so you could just go to town. Uh, oh, good. Um, yeah, no, you guys just start. You treat this like a rec room, one of those places where you go to get all your. You just like destroy all of this stuff. Is anybody going to specifically go for the one that you have already shot a bunch? The like odd one out in the in the kind of same not anymore. Yeah, I think we <laughs> we will wait till we can all like descend on it. Great one. Um. Okay. Cool. You do a pretty good job of just smashing all of these skeletons up. Um, and you save this one shrouded uh, body for last. And as you guys all uh, Scooby-Doo on top of each other and like creep up and approach this thing, um, you notice that this uh, corpse has a necklace. It's a silver necklace. Kind of a big, chonky-looking locket with a motif of intertwined branches. Oh. Oh, It's like boy. Gisela's necklace. Um, is there enough of the skeleton left to tell if it's maybe a six-footish tall elfman? You'd say this could probably be like a, you know, 5'11", six-foot tall elven person. Or some other humanoid, but like the the robes and everything kind of look like they might belong to an elven scholar. Y'all, this ain't good. We found our boy. That means uh, we're not hey, well, go contract number one done already. <laughs> we get money. Yay. Shall I carry the bones with me? Uh, I think it. we could probably just Atwood's gonna take the necklace off as just like proof and shove it in a in a pocket um Atwood as you uh go and you're rummaging just gonna take thing off you um you knock the sort of like shroud cloth kind of back from the face um and this is definitely a female body <laughs> looks like Gisela I assume it does yeah. in fact yeah a very oh. well-preserved Gisela, but also okay. very dead. So we were talking to ghosts before, maybe. Ghost. We have Some actually contracted with two... Detector, you are, Gus. <laughs> Gus. Gus, under his breath, goes, I knew it. <laughs> Guys, I don't think Gisela was going to have coffee, actually. <laughs> I mean, a nightmare. Pretty fast. It's two of you. Um, um Charlie, because I'm going off of the checks from earlier. You hear now that you guys are up closer to this other tunnel. You hear voices coming from down this tunnel. You can't mm. really make out words yet, but it sounds like two voices, and it sounds like a, a sort of heated conversation happening. There are two voices down below. Fortunately, I do not have to dig for these ones. Shall we go and excavate them? Yeah, I mean, um, hopefully yeah, one is necromancer, then we can complete second contract. <laughs> and so far, Vlad, you are still zero deaths. You are still doing well. Good job. 
Okay, yeah, but you know, Necromancer is a villain, so that won't even count as civilian death. Very good. You will still be at zero. You are meeting your goals. I am trying to be a helpful robot. Okay. Are you pumped? Are you pumped? Are you doing well? I'm gonna hide and sneak. And Great. start my way down there. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and give me that stealth check, just because I wanna see how we're going. Jesus. Frickin' 20, dirty 20. Yeah. You're invisible. I mean, not literally, but like metaphorically. You might as well be invisible. Just like junior high. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tazardane, you head down first and you get all the way to kind of the next plate, like the next kind of chamber that opens up of these things. Uh, and you see. Um, kind of probably what everyone was expecting to find at some point with the information you have now, which is the big stone room with weird arcane runes and sigils drawn on the floor. There's braziers of fire. It is the most stereotypical (laughs) I'm forming a magic circle to summon the dead looking space you can possibly imagine. Like whoever designed this went for every single trope of the book. There's like a row of skulls, like love lining the walls. It is the most classic. It's um. Wuya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you see an eight-year-old boy and are very confused. Um, no. Uh, who you actually see uh, in this thing is you see a very elderly elven man. Still sharpest of cheekbones. Um, long kind of white blonde hair. Um, you'd say it looks like a much older version, maybe, of that portrait you saw in the locket. Um who is uh, in like very classic, he's got like kind of like the podium looking thing with the big book spread out. And he's like, you know, flipping through pages and looking for little components on these tables and in these bowls kind of around him. And kind of floating around after him as he goes about this business is the woman that you know as Gisela, sort of hovering about a foot off the ground, sort of tailing him. Uh, And they're clearly in the midst of an argument as you hear, you can hear her now saying, no, but I did, I did exactly what you said. You said the last time was the last time and I told them to come here. They've got to be around here somewhere. I just, you promised you'd take me home. When are you taking me home? And he just kind of keeps batting her away. Like, shut up. I, not now, I'm busy. Can you not see that? Could you, would you stop interrupting? You get like this, just go, go somewhere else. But where else am I supposed to go? I can't go anywhere else. As they're kind of having this. Vlad wants to have snuck down there as well. Yes, and I am also going to psychically call out to Atwood using one of my psychic whisper things. And I'm going to say, oh, they're down here. We should ambush them. Uh, Necromancer. Yes. Atwood will uh, relay that information to whoever is still nearest her and uh, get everybody on the sneaky train downstairs. Affirmative. Yeah. Cool. One of you roll a group stealth check to expedite this, because we are going to slam I, through whatever yeah, these shenanigans are. already rolled a dirty 20. Great. We're going to take that. Oh, you guys are silent as the grave that you're hopefully about to make for this necromancer. And uh, you all make it to where Tezotate is, and you can kind of like pop, 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 pop peer around and see this uh, argument happening between this elderly elven necromancer and his ghostly sister. 
Hey guys, sunlight is here so fast, so let's just attack, okay? Yes. Cool! You're getting a surprise oh, round because they're very distracted by this argument. Uh, do you want to roll initiative or should we just keep it from before? I'd like to roll initiative because yeah. mine is an ass. Yeah, yeah it was kind of garbage here. last time. <laughs> 24. Ooh, dirty 20. Oh. 19. Ooh. 17. Okay. 22. Okay, okay. Much better. Of that. Uh, what did, sorry, what did you get, Gus? 19. Ironically, you guys are in the exact same order. You just all rolled much higher. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Which I am delighted by. That's so funny. That's important. Uh, oh, wow. You. Okay, well, that's unfortunate for me. Um, yeah, y'all are gonna be able to surprise these guys a great deal. Uh, Tazertain, you are first with Atwood on deck. Thanks. Oh, no. That is a 10 and a 17. Uh, the 17 will hit. Which is unfortunately the bonus attack. Ah, for nine points of damage. Oh, but it's sneak attack. I'm yeah, assuming. Oh, he's absolutely surprised. They did not, they have rolled bad perception checks anyway, but they also had to do it at disadvantage because they were arguing, so they were distracted. So uh, yeah, he has no idea you're here. 17 points of damage. Holy crap. Yeah, you zing him hard in the back and he whirls around and starts looking for where the hell that came from. Uh, that'll be Atwood with Vlad on deck. Atwood is going to cast Cloud of Daggers. <laughs> okay. So there's now uh, daggers spinning around uh, our, our, our lad out there. Um, cool. He takes 44 slashing damage whenever he enters the spells area. Cool. So I'm assuming you cast it like on him. So if he moves, he'll take. Yes. Great. If he if he adjusts, he's screwed. And I believe he also gets it at the start of his turn. So. Yeah, I believe you are correct. Cool. Um, Wait, that's... Is there any effect if other people hit? I think it's concentration. Yeah. No, you're fine. Cause so it's... yeah, okay. you can do whatever you want. Yeah, Cut yeah. down yeah. on this guy. There's just knives floating around him now. It's chill. Yeah. He looks around. Um, you do see the very startled ghost Gisela just like, like poofs and then reappears like on the other side of the room. <laughs> As these dice appear, she's just like, "What's happening?" And she's also now frantically looking around, trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, that's gonna be Vlad with Gus on deck. Okay. Vlad is gonna say, "Gisela, just because you find him, we still win contracts because we find him too." And then she's <laughs> going to. Um... <laughs> or he's going to cast uh, Ray of Sickness at second level. Okay. And hopefully it hits. I'm oh, so... probably. No, only a 12. That, you know what? I was wrong. That will hit. And Taz, you need to roll your damage for that 12. That 12 does hit. From oh, earlier. Oh. I apologize. So. Cool. Hey, Squishy Wizard. Okay. Squishy Wizard, who didn't know he needed to cast Mage Armor because he didn't know anyone was here. <laughs> Speaking of which, the sun is only 10 minutes away. Okay. I'm going to use, I'm using one of my meta magic or my sorcery points to reroll right. one of my damage. Okay. So that would be a total 15. Okay. 15. And sorry. And what was the additional from, from yours, uh, Taz? Uh, 11. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
cool. Poor yeah. Old man. This um again, he was caught fully unprepared. Um uh that's gonna be Gus. Okay, I just wanna be very clear. Because I have the spell book, I can use any spell between levels one and three that are conjuration spells. Uh conjuration and evocation, yeah. Um, as, as <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm doing fudgy I'm doing fudgy spellbook rules here because it's way cooler if you can just use them. Yeah. Um, so I, I will cast Sleet Storm. <laughs> Great. Sleet Storm. Um, in a twenty foot tall cylinder with a forty foot radius, centered on uh, this wizard. Great. Uh, is that a is that a saving throw from him or is that he, um, when a creature enters the spell for the first time, uh, it must make a dexterity saving throw okay. on a failed save. It, it falls prone. So, right. so basically, so whenever he has to, to move, move, yeah, really slowly, yeah. yeah. No, so I, I will add that to my stack of the daggers for things he has to roll when it gets to his turn, uh, if he even gets one, which he might not at this point, honestly. Uh, and that's going to bring us to the robot. CH-4RL-1 is going to, with his sledgehammer, aka Warhammer, is going to go into the sleep storm, sees Gisela, it's like, I have found your brother. I will bring him to you. Go after him. Do I have to make a dex saving throw? You do have to make a dex saving throw. You also are going to take 4d4 flying plus, uh, yeah, 44 dagger damage. The dexterity saving throw is what I'm most worried about. Here we go. Because none of, I mean, like, I could, I could shoot a nail gun at disadvantage. You do oh. you. Charlie, you make do you, your man. choice. Five. Five. Um, here's the thing, though. You feel like that should have failed, and somehow it doesn't, as you feel this warm radiance sort of fill you. Which feels very weird. Not sure where it's coming from. Uh, the rest of you see Charlie, who is already glowing, starts glowing more, but it's like a different kind of glow. <laughs> Uh, you will, uh, take part of, you will take five, you will still take five points of damage from the daggers. And how much from Sleet Storm? Uh, zero. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Don't worry about it. Keep going. Make your attack. Charlie's gonna charge it <laughs> and just, with Versatile, just smack the old guy straight in the face. Great. Four. Did you roll to hit? Oh, yes. Thank you. I mean, he's really easy to hit. He's very crunchy. But uh, 20. Unnatural. Uh, yeah, that'll absolutely. Yeah, cool. Does he even get a turn? So seven damage straight through. Uh-huh. Okay. Is he still up? I'm doing some math. Hold on. <laughs> Because <laughs> I will act in surge. Oh yeah, action um, surge. He is barely hanging on. Action do surge. it, do it, do it, do it. I will action surge, and I will do the reverse. The hammer came before the nail, and I will do a nail gun to Great. his head. 
Then and you, will you say dodge this? <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, an Austrian accent comes out of Charlie. Dodge this. Kadoosh. Right. Oh, that was a oh, oh, 15. Yeah, that hits. Or do I get something that's not a one? He's snapping so hard trying to activate his mage armor and he just keeps Two. getting hit, 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 hit. I do six damage of nail guns straight to the head. Nice. Yay. Uh, and you watch as this very startled necromancer just crumples to the ground, <laughs> not even getting a chance to get it off. He did not have a lot of HP, which is depressing <laughs> for me. Yeah. As you guys just fully annihilate this guy. And the moment uh, wow. he pops on the ground, I will grab him by the like scruff of his collar and just drag him over to Gisela. God. Is she still I, even I here? I definitely think any oh, she's death still saves that he might have had went away with the sleet storm and the <laughs> um, what actually <laughs> what what actually takes them away is the fact that like as you hold it up, you see Gisela just kind of like look at you guys and then she just like shoves her hands into his body and kind of almost looks like she's like reaching in and like you know reaches through him a little bit and then just yanks him out there's a little bit of a shudder he flops still and then she just kind of looks at you and goes thank you i think um i don't suppose any of you might be willing to take me home now well, uh, at which point you hear from behind you down the hall. Yeah, I'll take care of it. Y'all should be getting going. That one's going to need to get a get out of here before the sun rises. Jesus Christ. If I'd known he was so easy to find, I could have gotten down here myself if I would just known where the fucking door was. As uh, you see the groundskeeper uh, with his holy symbol hanging and his like big cleric's war hammer <laughs> strapped to his back. Walk in. Y'all should get going. Okay, uh, Gisela, we send you Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I need that payment as soon as possible. I am trying to go to the beach. Um, Gisela just points, and as you guys are turning to walk away, you do see like over under the podium where the spell book was is just like a purse, like a giant purse. She's kind of points. Hey. Yoink. Uh, and that'll be enough money for you to do whatever you want because you have successfully made it out of the haunted cathedral yes. with only a bare minimum of hand waving. <laughs> zero civilian death this time. From you guys, yes. Yeah. Zero civilian death from you guys. Many ghosts, not civilians. Can't wait for next performance review. Uh, ran it up to the wire, but thank you all for being here. Thomas, we got any sign out? Sure, we do. Uh, thank you, uh, Gamehole Con. Thank you, Casey. Uh, thank you for having us. It's been fantastic. Uh, we are Quest and Chaos, along with the Torpid Gaming Network, uh, doing fun stuff, streaming all the time. Uh, be sure to, you know, follow us on the socials and, uh, here, uh, over on our Twitch channels and our YouTube channels and, uh, coming up next, there is a show at 6 p.m. Central, so very shortly. And that's it from us. Anything from anyone else? Uh, Charlie is just on a coach off to the beach and is going to tap the urn and just say, we are on our way to the beach. 
Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, go to the beach. Oh. goes to the beach. Well, has got a speedo. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all. Thank you all for uh, playing. Thank you, GameholeCon, for having us. Uh, come catch us at uh, twitch.tv slash Network and twitch.tv slash Quest and Chaos and stick around for the next show for GameholeCon. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this special one-shot episode featuring players from Quest and Chaos and Torpid Gaming Network. You can find more amazing content on both channels, twitch.tv slash questsandchaos and twitch.tv slash torpidnetwork. This podcast is supported by our Patreons, and we would like to give them a heartfelt thanks, starting Duke Vlieg and he who shall not be named. Our inspiration middle management is a force to be reckoned with, featuring Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Anonymous Dragon, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Jen W., Paul, and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, Jay Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Cody, Lee, Megan Krantz, Red Dead, Coquat, Robbie Nowell, the Baroness, and the Apollyon. And a big thank you to all of the guild members out there. It truly means a lot to us that you have joined our Patreon. Not everyone has the means to support us financially, and that is okay. If you could, please share our content with anyone who might enjoy it. Until next time, keep the chaos alive. Is that a tagline?